Hello and welcome back to XP Waste, where I love agility. I really do. I'm Michael. And I think he's lying. If you're new around here, hello. We're a podcast that talks about old school RuneScape, which once again, I kind of hope you would know because you probably looked up RuneScape podcast or found us having been recommended from other RuneScape podcasts. If that's the case, hello. Tell us about your favorite podcast that isn't us. We do tend to get off track, which is almost guaranteed every episode. This one in particular, for no reason, just, you know, it's going to happen this week, just so you, the new listener, know. If you're not new around here, I never have to go back to Wintertown again, and I couldn't be happier. Michael, Yay. how are you doing this week? <laughs> hey, this week I'm doing good, man. I have nearly, I've nearly done with agility. That's all I can say as far as how my week went, because I did 97 to 98 between Sunday and Friday. So four days, four, five, five days, four days, I can't do days of the week math so yeah busted it out which was just quite quite the feat so 98 agility is done i'm working on working on 99 right now as we speak and that's all i've literally all i've done in the game how much you got left 1.125 mil so god damn so you got you got that bitch like like yesterday (laughs) night uh, no it was was friday but well today's uh, saturday today's saturday that would make sense no well, I got it yesterday morning. Um, I've I've barely played from last night. I barely played today, so that's why it's only one. Like, I've only got like a hundred k into it. So, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen probably before the end of the month. I say probably, but I'm really confident that it's gonna happen before the end of the month. I've been saying that for like the last two weeks. Got six days, mate. Yeah, six days, one point two million XP. That's like two hundred k a day. Yeah, I think I could do it. We're gonna have to take you out at like three o'clock in the morning to kill those wilderness bosses. <laughs> we're gonna take you out like middle of the night. We're gonna be like, all right, Michael, we're gonna sneak you out into the two K worlds. We're gonna get you some venonatus. <sighs> That's been the hard thing, is because the the time that I want to do like the wilderness stuff is on the weekends when I have the most time to play. But that's the worst time to do wilderness stuff. Is because everybody has time to play on the weekends. Yeah. So it's I'll it's I'll teach you the Venonatus safe spot and you'll smash that one out in a couple hours at work. You can borrow my crossbow if you lose it, I'll kill you. Mm. Uh oh oh. <laughs> don't don't get smited with my with my weapon that I've made bukus of money on since I bought it. But you only got that thing for what, like eight mil, right? Dude, I got it for six mil in the first ever TNL bingo in like September of twenty twenty. Because they were Dang. so cheap. This is when the Revenant Caves were still, like, you know, run by, like, rot and gold farmers. Mm. So there were so many crossbows coming into the game that, like, they were just cheap as shit. I don't think I've ever had an item for that long. Maybe. Because I know I sold my bank. Like, I sold my bank one time, bought a Tebow for, like, 30 minutes, and then sold, you know, sold it and got everything back. So, like, the items that I have, while I've had those those, like, the name of that item so like i've had it a bando's chest plate i don't think i've had the same one and it's kind of a sad reality i uh when i did my scythe rebuild back in the spring uh i had to take a 25 mil loan from jake because i refused to sell my crossbow and that's yeah. how i was a crossbow short and he's like just sell it i'm like jake you don't understand no 
So he just had to give me the money, and I paid him back. Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get we'll get you on that. Won't take won't take horribly long. Or we can just do all them, do all the bosses. It'll be a hell of a lot quicker that way. And you have to suck a little bit so that I can get the get the KC. Oh, that's right. You do gotta get the KC. Because <laughs> it's not fine. about doing it; it's about getting ranked. That is true. Which at this point, is it that important? I don't know. Yes, but like, did we did we shake on it? I don't know. I tried to call my lawyer, and she said that I'm obligated, so she didn't really agree with me. The lawyer, lawyer hits you. The lawyer hits lawyer you with like Jamie. The lawyer hits you with like, yeah, sure, I'll go with you. Let's let sounds lit, dude. <laughs> She's like, let's do it. I'm like, Jamie, you're supposed to get me out. You're, you're like, that's not an open invite, but okay. <laughs> Enough about me, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Um, Plankton weighs 61 yesterday because I'm a fucking lemon. I, I had it was a bad stack on the other side of the pillar. It was mage blob range hmm. but i was dealing with the melee and i killed the bat and the melee like was on me and i thought to myself i think i can hit these nibblers if i stand here and i couldn't so just stupid what did we learn what did we learn we don't chase nibblers after wave 50 we also don't chase nibblers when we have three pillars left on wave 61 we we don't uh we don't chase nibblers. I would have sent more attempts today. Unfortunately, I have betrayed all of the camps that I am in. I have betrayed you runescapers. I have betrayed the Spartans back in my, my Halo fan base. Um and I pre purchased uh Modern Warfare two and what? spent the whole day playing the beta today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, uh, I I played Modern Warfare two all day. It's all right. I was expecting a little bit more, but I don't know what I was expecting. If that makes sense, I, I really enjoyed Modern Warfare twenty nineteen, and I haven't bought a new COD game since then. So bought the bought the game, playing it. I understand it's a beta, so it's obviously not finished. But, you know, hoping the, the final version is is significantly better than the beta. I don't have a... There's not, like, a ton of issues with it, which, like, should be the baseline, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but is apparently a gold standard for new AAA betas. Like, the game isn't d- fucking breaking every time I try to, like, climb a ladder. You know, there's no desync or anything like that. Uh, I'm bad. Holy lord, I am bad. <laughs> But that's not a game problem. Um, <laughs> so it meets the bare minimum of what a AAA game should be while still feeling a little bit fresh. Because, like, I think they're Modern Warfare 2019, Vanguard, and then whatever dog shit World War II game came out uh, after Vanguard. Or was Vanguard? No, Vanguard was the dog shit World War II. What was the Cold War one? Was it called Cold War? Whatever. <laughs> You're asking the wrong They guy. all use the same menus. They're <laughs> like, oh yeah, it worked for Warzone, so we're just not going to do anything different. And they didn't for like three or four years. God so it's, it's a little bit of freshness. Um, you can still see some laziness, though. Like, they use the same death sounds. Mm. Just like, period. I'm like, okay, audio engineers, you couldn't. All right. But overall, I give it like a six and a half, seven out of ten for the beta but that's kind of halted my inferno progress and other news though on the main account uh we hit 90 fire making today so we Yay. never have to go back to winter todd 
It is 6.7 mil to buy 99 with Redwoods. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm never going back to Winter Todd. I got a green log. I was prepared to stay at, at Todd till 99 fire making to get a Tome of Fire because that's all I needed for a green log. My first chest back, I pulled the Tome of Fire and nice. completed the log. I'm like, well, we're, we're done. 154 KC. If we don't have to go back for a bingo, we're just not. Um, there you go. But yeah, I'm currently doing wood cutting right now. I should hit 90 by the time we're done recording. If I don't hit it by the time we're done recording, I'm going to hit it like 20 minutes after we're done recording. I have currently, yeah. what, like 110 KXP. So fingers crossed. And then we're cheering. What is your XP per hour looking like? I don't know, dude. Probably uber scuffed. Oh. Right now it's 66K, but eh. We'll we'll see. My my two goals of never having to boost for anything ever again, like with master clues and things like that. Oh, I finally got yeah. rid of all the spicy stews in my bank. Like oh, my diary did. cape is done. It's like no more spicy stews on the main. Uh, I've also surpassed TMD's total level, so suck it, TMD. But he has a lot of skills that are like ten to fifty k away from a level up. So I'm trying to get oh. a nice like. I'm trying to like pad my account a little bit so when he comes yeah. back, he doesn't just like you know rinse through me. Yeah, over. exactly. Get like seven levels on me real quick. So trying to build that, up a little bit. But is that technically like your motivation to skill right now? Is racing yeah, TMD to an arbitrary goal? <laughs> yeah. It's just, the thing is, neither one of us give a shit about maxing. Uh, so it truly is just like, haha, I have a higher total level than you. Like that's that's literally what it is right now. But, if you do that long enough, you'll max, which sucks. <laughs> Because oh. I, I don't, there's another cape that I want to get first, uh, and that that's, hasn't oh. happened yet. But once You'll I get, get that cape, that'd be funny. Is I'm going to be so mad if I get my Infernal cape tomorrow. You guys don't understand oh. <laughs> the, the amount of planning that I have been doing for the episode where I finally do get my cape. Mm. Uh, if I get it tomorrow, meaning that we won't be able to edit anything with it for this episode, number one. Yeah. Number two... You'll be gone. Oh, I won't be here. For the episode I get the cape. So I'm going to send more runs tomorrow. But if I get it tomorrow, it's going to be just a tinge of salt for the for the content creation production. But yeah, <laughs> I, I got my first purple yesterday. Finally. I saw After that. 116 fucking KC. Yay. I, I, I literally thought I, was, thought I was shadow banned for a little while. Um, it was on an expert mode duo. We got a Missouri mask. Okay. 27 mil split. I'm like, okay, you know, we'll Jesse take it. Took a split from you? Yeah, why That's wouldn't hilarious. he? What do you mean? I don't know. Man's rolling in dough. That doesn't mean he doesn't take a split, <laughs> brother. Rich, stay rich. What do you mean? But I no longer have a 100k <laughs> cash deck. So, woo. We've got we've got money. What'd you spend it levels. on? I didn't spend it on anything yet. Nothing. Okay. My next purchase is probably gonna be a light bearer TBH because I'll really? keep coming back to yeah, like. So, I don't know if you've been like been uh been in the in the scene with like you know inferno strats mm -hmm. apparently eldritch is cracked at the inferno now oh yeah because the new rune pouch you don't need a kodai anymore oh right and the that's damage, probably why it dropped yeah the damage doesn't matter it's the accuracy that matters mm. but nibblers have zero mage level so it's just sort of like really up in the air as it is yeah but you're gonna hit a 10 on your target like baseline you don't need like full ancestral to kill a nibbler in one shot okay um 
So now people have been taking the Eldritch Nightmare Staff for the special attack because it restores prayer at like, I don't know if it's, it's like a percent of what you hit or something okay, like that. Okay. And it can auto cast ancients. Ooh. So the Eldritch Staff has kind of become the like, you know, like Meta? move over Kodai and SGS. Like, yeah, this might be the play. I don't take an SGS because personally, I don't like getting within melee range of anything in the Inferno. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think if I get another big drop, I might might invest in that. I don't know if I'll sell the Kodai because um, I don't like selling gear, but we'll see. Has, has the Eldritch Orb seen a jump in price? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's up to like 90 mil. Okay. Maybe well, not 90. Maybe like 85, but... Do you know what it was like pre-TOA? Like 49, Whoa. 50. <laughs> like, Damn. Kodai was also like 110 so they're pre-TOA like, though. The two items are kind of shifting a little yeah, the bit. The values are, are going into one another in a really weird way. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been something on my mind. It's either... If I'm going to buy something today, it's going to be a light bearer, but I might wait on that as well. So, Or skills. I might buy skills. Yeah, I mean... Because skills you know, are the thing you need to beat TMD, right? So, exactly. I was just about to say, suck it, TMD. I might buy skills. <laughs> and we were just we were talking before the episode started, and you were saying that, like you got this, 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 and this, and then even if you do all this, you're still like twenty levels away oh from twenty two hundred. So that is so demotivating. I don't know have... how you have maxed. The people who are on the max and grind, I'm gonna talk to Michael, but I need your input on this as well. How? in the world are you like yeah this is totally possible i'm gonna do this no problem i looked at my sheet because my michael already has the context right but for, for the listeners if i get all the 99s i wanted to get this year right and i get base 90s in all my skills i'm still like 28 levels away from 2200 total I don't give a shit about a max cape, but I want a 2200 world so I can skill in PVM in peace, yeah. right? Yeah. How in the world are you like, yeah, what's another 77 levels? That's easy. Like, <laughs> oh, I, my 2200 total by the end of the year seems like something of a big stretch goal at this point. So like, yeah, because what are you right now? You just hit 21. Yeah, I did just hit 21. I'm 2109. Going to be 2110 by the end of the episode. So Okay. 2110. So for me, looking back, it wasn't really about hitting that goal of 2200. It kind of just mm-hmm. happened. For me, it was like, I have the money for these buyables. I'll do them. But I got, I mean, I feel like I got pretty close when I was going for the diary cape. So like, I think I was like 20. 2150 after the diary cape that's just as like i'm a dirty skiller and i did a bunch of buyables like i i had herb lore crafting fletching um smithing i had all of those done i don't even yeah i don't even think i was 2100 total when i got my diary cape oh and i had construction done too so like i had a bunch of buyables already done where it, it really wasn't that much and then once you go for the max and grind after you're done with the diary cape it's like those levels just kind of fly in. 
well, fly is a strong word. All right, I've been present for the grinds that you've been doing. The <laughs> levels true. fly in is not the phrase I would use, Mister Zaya. Locked for four <laughs> months doing blood rune crafting. It was like, it was twelve weeks, I think nine weeks. I can't remember. Oh. Nine weeks. But I was also on on leave, so that could have been four months. Um, if I was not, if I had not recently been part of the process where you make a baby. Um, I probably would not have gotten runecrafting or That's mining done. One hell of a way to say becoming well, I a father. Don't, I <laughs> could just say that, just, I guess. That seems I like didn't a... want to say that I had a baby because my wife had that. I did not do anything in that process other than help. You the... contributed a little bit. Contributed so a little bit. It was time so... to pull your weight after the fact. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like... So um, if I had not been on paternity leave, then no, it would not have happened. So. It's, it's just about, I think, the problem with you. And it's not a problem. But I think in observing how you play this game, uh, you sit at your computer and play. So the slow grinds, like, I did so extremely bad. slow smithing. I did freaking dart tips. It was like 45k an hour. Yeah. And that's extremely slow. So, like, if you're sitting at your computer for 45k an hour, it's like... You're gonna, you know, it's so bad. You're lose your mind. So, I had the luxury of like having a work from home job or being on paternity leave or, you know, just not really caring about the XP rates while I was watching TV. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different. I think your play style lends it to be more you have to focus when you're on the computer. So, then looking at a skill where, say, you have an hour to play and you look at that hour and you're like, man, I could get 40k runecrafting XP this hour, or I could do two chamber. I could do two uh, TOA. Uh, you almost Yo. said chamber. <laughs> chambers of uh, a masket. <laughs> um, or I could do two. I could do two TOA. Yeah, I'm going to do two TOA. That's kind of where I think a lot of people actually are with skilling. If they if they don't have a good like yeah. relationship with mobile. Like the, 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 I really don't. The AFK. I really don't. I, I used to back in the day, like when I had like a little baby account, uh, I had a really good, like, I would sit on, like, cause I worked at a group home. So while, like, while the clients were like eating dinner and shit, I would just like, you know, sit around and like do mother load mine, like while I wasn't needed, mm-hmm. you know, so I like trained my mining that way. But like, I, my relationship with mobile has never been like, Oh man, I need to go like, you know, bust out. Like I, I don't watch, I don't like watch TV and do mobile like you do. You know, I do that a lot. Um, I think like ninety five percent of this agility grind has been on mobile or while we're recording this podcast or while I'm editing this podcast. <laughs> Dude, the gains while recording and editing are off the chain. Yeah. I think. I think when you. When you get closer, then you'll you'll get a better perspective for like, okay, so these two or f- these five levels are really quick in this skill. These five levels are really quick in this skill. And like you can balance it out. The 20, you'll find the 28 levels. I, I realize. I, I think you can. I think you'll do it. I'm, I'm sure I will. But like looking at it as a whole, it's like, oh. <laughs> I would this say my therapist brain needs to come in and be like, break it up into smaller pieces. That's what idiot. I was just going to say. Like, focus, focus on the on the goals you have now. Get to 2270 something or 2170, sorry, 2170 something. And then from there, break it into more manageable, like, yeah. goal chunks. 
I have a degree and a state license that qualify me to tell people that exact advice. But when it comes to me, I'm like, no, I think I'm going to set this one out. Oxy, <laughs> I am your skilling ther- therapist, okay? <laughs> I am qualified. My total so, level. All right, you need to be a skilling therapist. I have to teach you the most important piece of the art form. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you have anything to put on your face? Any glasses, anything like that? Um, no, I don't. Oh, damn. All right, oh, so wait, 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 first wait. things first. I, oh. do, I do. Okay, we got it. Okay, okay all right, good. first things first. Put the glasses or the face accessory so on. Extremely dirty. Then you grab anything to write with that okay. you can find, and literally any piece of paper doesn't matter. <clears throat> doesn't matter what it is. And then you got to hold it like this. You just gotta say, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then after a couple seconds of that, say, "All right, perfect. See you next week. That'll be ninety bucks." All right, perfect. That that'll be ninety bucks. <laughs> I did it. I'm a Con- congratulations. You've like done. My, my took you forty five seconds. That you you were gonna write on a ruler, mate. Oh my god. You oh. learned in forty five seconds, but took me like three years. <laughs> Great job, brother. <laughs> uh, that'll be. I take RuneScape money. Actually, that'll be ten mil. See, I don't have cash deck right now, so that's not gonna work. You see, <laughs> <laughs> you can buy two bonds, right? Oh, I could. I don't know if I will, but I could. So, the listeners, the viewers, they're here for a reason, Oxy. Are what they? do we? What do we think that reason is today? To quote Actually, Michael. <laughs> to quote Michael, you read the title of the episode. <laughs> But then Michael realized he had another point he wanted to talk oh, yeah. about beforehand. I do, I do have another <laughs> point. So we have been um, promoting something after the break. And I realize not everybody likes sitting through the content we have after the break. So there may be people out there who just listen to the podcast. And then when we say, and we'll see you after this, they turn it off. And that's totally fine. Because the main chunk of the content that we talk about is in like the first hour. Okay, so all of that to say, if you missed the announcement that we had in the second half or like the last three weeks, we are doing an XP Waste meetup. Oxy is going to fly to Texas. We're going to hang out in Fort Worth, Texas on November 12th uh, of this year. So like in two months. Um, If you guys are not familiar, there's a place called Main Event. It's kind of like a Dave & Buster's like has a bowling alley has like laser tag uh, arcade games they have a bar there so we're gonna go to main event in fort worth texas and xp waste is gonna sponsor like three or four bowling lanes you guys have to buy your shoes but like that's pretty cheap we're gonna rent some shoes i imagine sorry rent your shoes (laughs) because i thought about it for a second too i'm like this place makes you buy your shoes. Like you're committed. <laughs> bowling is <Yeah>. your hobby. <laughs> yeah, you're coming back every every week. Every week gonna, you're in the Swiss bowling league. league. Yeah, we have a league now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The shoes were forty dollars. It's the seven hundred dollar round trip flights that really got me. <laughs> Just move here. Just move here. So we're call- we're calling this XP Waste South, and then next year sometime, probably in the spring when it's going to be nice uh, weather in Michigan. We'll have XP Waste North. And then if that goes well, and well, say these two go well, potentially we'll have XP Waste West. We haven't really talked about that one much or when that would be. But I know we there's a bunch of people on the West Coast. <laughs> we haven't backup XP Wasters. 
We haven't talked about that one at all. I don't know where XP Ways West came from. I'm not opposed. I'm just pretty sure we talked about it. <laughs> Somebody I'm mentioned XP Ways sure. to UK in general chat. I'm like, that is an expensive weekend that I would be all about. Yeah. I'm I'm done. I, I, like... I hate I can't. I hate flying international. I just <laughs> I hate it. I hate flying so much. Oh. I don't hate fly flying. Texas. Oh, let me let me back up. I'm not afraid of flying. Like, I have no problem with it. I'm just massive and I don't like when people touch me. So put me in these chairs that are clearly designed for toddlers mm-hmm. for like two hours, that's a lot. For nine hours over to like Paris, oh I can't stand it. Because it doesn't matter what flight I'm on, if it's more than two hours, the person in front of me has to lean all the way back always i don't know why but like they're like i am sitting in front of the biggest person on the plane i'm gonna go max recline for the next seven (laughs) hours while we cross the atlantic i was having like a sensory overload fit on the way to on the way to europe it was horrible so i despise flying mainly just because i'm large and uncomfortable are you not one of those people that like just likes to take medicine and knock out? Knock I can't out. sleep everywhere. I oh. have I can like occasionally sleep in cars, but like if I have uh I don't know what my deal is. Like my sister, she could fall asleep like standing up if she wanted to. Like I cannot do that. Like if I go to someone else's house and they're like, Oh yeah, bro, we've like made you a spot like on the couch or the floor, I will be awake till like four AM oh, no. until I eventually just like <clears throat> shut down. Yeah. And then like sleep for maybe like three or four hours. There have been times where I go to friends' houses after like bar nights and people are just like making spots on the floor and I just stay up all night. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I there's no way. I'm just that gonna sucks. sit on just gonna sit on TikTok or Twitter till like seven AM. Then when someone wakes up to go to the bathroom, I'll be like, Shut up. <laughs> so that's that's probably gonna be the game plan. But uh so no, I, I would be down, but man, first class tickets like five thousand dollars. So like, also not gonna do that. Uh-uh. Oh, I like, like the one where you can like lay down. Ugh, dude, the international first class. Oh my god, it's like, like a, a bed. Time. It's like a whole ass like lazy boy, dude. Five thousand dollars. I don't know about all that, but like my god, dude, the gains I would get. Get yeah. in flight Wi Fi. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, ninety nine agility right now. I've never flown international, but I plan on it next year. I want to go over to Europe for the uh, the wife's, mine and my wife's thirtieth birthday spectacular, spectacle. I don't know. Anyway, we are talking about meetups. So XUA South UK (laughs) XUA South is going to happen on November twelfth. More details to come. Uh, We need to know if you guys are interested because, like. We'll still do it. Like, Oxy will still fly to Texas. We'll still hang out. But, like, if there's going to be three people there, I I probably have to, like, rent these bowling lanes, like, way in advance so we can reserve them. So, if you if you can, join our Discord. And in the XP Waste chat, just, just let us know if you're interested. Because we have people that are saying they'll drive, like, 12 hours to come. But, like, we need to know if you're going to yeah, come. I know, I know Ray is. Ray, like, texted me. Oh, nice. I was like, like, I'm coming down because yeah. I guess she's only like she's two like hours, hours away, uh, but she's not that she's not that far away at all. So 
Yeah, she texted me that she's going to come on down. So Hell yeah. Well, cool. So we know at least one. Um, we, also, <laughs> we also have a lot of other Texans, too. I think Maggot. Uh, There's a lot. Of the Texans. only one on my side, mind you, in this whole goddamn Discord. <laughs> we're we're in VC all the time. I'm getting I'm getting flamed for PVM, and Maggot's like, "Why are you guys gonna shit on Oxy so much?" <laughs> Shout out to you, Maggot. I think he also lives in Texas. I think he, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess we're not allowed to say people's home cities. Probably not. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> I know where in Texas he lives, and it's not too far. <laughs> Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. We'll probably talk about it a little bit more. Actually, no, we don't have to talk about it anymore in the other section. So I'll give you back your, your five minutes in the post, post-commercial. There's a non-zero chance we forget and talk about it anyway. So, yeah. And if we do, they'll still love us. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Crossing those fingers. <laughs> so anyway, Oxy, they've read the title. They know what we're going to talk about. But it is Quests. Part two. There's 150 quests in this game, and uh, we only talked about maybe 10 or 12 last time. So we put a we put together a list, and actually a more like a more structured list this time of quests that you should definitely strive for in the mid game. Part two. So we have three sections that we will get to called items, content. And I think the phrase from Oxy was baller XP or something was, along those lines. I think lines. it was bukus of XP. Bukus of XP. Baller <laughs> XP also works, I suppose. You know? So There's just shitloads. So much numbers. XP. So much XP. So, Oxy, why don't you start us off? We'll, we'll start out with items. How's that sound? Okay. Let's just say, Michael, Michael planned this entire episode. He did a week and a half worth of planning in eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is kind of his brainchild. So <laughs> he's gonna direct me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say just like, all right, sick. Oxy, read words. <laughs> read words? No, uh, oh. these are letters, not words. <laughs> all right. Although I suppose letters make up all words. Like I said, guys, we get off topic a lot. <laughs> welcome, welcome to XP. <laughs> welcome to XP. <laughs> um, First one I'm going to talk about, I'm literally just going to go top of the list. It's not technically a quest for all you like re it's a mini quest people out there. Majorina too. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's the best in slot item. That's one of the easiest to obtain for magic. Cuz like ancestral is expensive. Occult necklaces are cheap unless you're an iron man. Uh tormented can be kind of pricey. They're like what 14, 15 mil right now. Magic boots is a funny joke. Um, then what else do you have for magic? Oh, the ward. The ward's like 20-something mil. And then Trident of the Swamp is your best in slot weapon until you make a lot of money and get a Sang or a Shadow or an Eldritch Staff or the mm. Inferno or what have you. Uh, but Mage Green 2 is, yes, there's a rune cost, but it's pretty free, right? Like yeah. Mage Green 2, for, you've never done it before, you kill three bosses and you take their three like charms or whatever they're called uh, back to the guy you did Major Arena one with. And once you bring all three back, you get an imbued God Cape. Imbued God Cape gives 3% magic damage bonus. I'm not at a bank, so I couldn't tell you. I think it's 3%. And you take it everywhere. Chambers, Tob, TOA. Um, 
any content you do mage at. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. Anywhere yeah. you use magic, you you don't really need to take it to DKs because Rex has such a low magic defense. But like you know, Mage Arena two cape good. Take it to Zalra. Take it used to Zalra a lot. You know, Mage Arena two. It's cheap. It's easy. It's free. I I say Mage Arena two is a pretty good item. You know, pretty as far baller. as like. As far as like unlocking, yeah, it's ball. It's the theme. That's gotta be the name of the episode. Baller quests to do in the baller quests. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I don't know. I can't think of a high level piece of PVM content that uses mage that people are like, oh, don't bring the mage cape. Other than maybe the inferno, mm. because you want the inventory slots for supplies, but like. You'll use it on every burst task ever. Ever. I think it has a prayer. I'm at a bank right now, funny enough. Uh, it has a 2% magic damage bonus. So not 3%, but 2%. You know, that's not too bad, right? And it's, again, just best in slot. The quest doesn't take long either. You can, like, it's in the wilderness, which is, like, quote-unquote scary. But, I mean, end of the day, you can just, like, leave between... Uh, you can leave between boss kills and come back and like resupply and you know you don't have to like right. get you damaged by the locator at once. <laughs> and then fight them. You can find where they are, go back to a bank, heal, and then go back to that spot. So, or take an alt account or like have a friend mass it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be funny as hell. Did a major arena two mass? We just like escort people around for the evening. Get your cape upgrades, people. So yeah, that's that's the first one. I'm, the first one we got like i said I, I'm, I'm following michael's lead here so he's telling me what to do and i'm just saluting <laughs> and saying saying yes so yeah there's there's four on the list for this one there's like three on the other thing so like we'll just go back and forth so the next one is a kingdom divided and we kind of went back and forth on this one because technically a kingdom divided is it could be all three it could be content it could be xp but we wanted to put it into the item category because you get the Book of the Dead, which gives you access to thralls, but also, like, the Arceus spellbook is kind of just cracked. Like, there is just so much stuff within that spellbook that once you unlock the rest of it, because you can kind of, you could do a little bit. I think you can do, like, the teleports, but to have the reanimate spells, to have all the stuff where you can get thralls, and um, the the ash scattering, all of that kind of stuff. You yeah, need to do ash a sanctifier. I think yeah, out as well. Ash sanctifying. You need to do a kingdom divided. So it's a great quest. I think it's in my top three of quests that I've done recently. I did it without a guide. Um, the story is amazing. It is a lot of running around, which can be kind of boring. But I highly recommend reading through the the dialogue in this quest because it's like. It's it's kind of Game of Thrones esque the type of things that are going around with the kingdom like what's going on with the kingdom, you know betrayal, uh, deals, you know people are upset, people are trying to figure out what's going on. So, um, hence the name a kingdom divided. <laughs> uh, it's a good quest. It's a great quest. I wouldn't sleep on it. It has some I would say more potentially difficult boss fights if you're not prepared. So, uh. I don't know. If if you're out there and you're doing without a guide, my only advice is bring a blowpipe. That's what I did. I wasn't prepared for the fights, but I 
I mustered through them um, with a blowpipe. So you can do it. But the unlocks are great. I'll have a link to the RCS Spellbook uh, wiki page because there is so much going on uh, down in the description. We'll put it down in the description for you guys. Um, read through it. Open up your RCS Spellbook and just read through all the cool stuff. Today I learned there's a spell that cleans herbs on the RCS Spellbook. That might be on the Looter Spellbook. I don't know. But that's a crazy spell, if you ask me. <laughs> Kingdom Divided, I think we may have mentioned this one, actually, as like an honorable mention for the last quest episode. Mm -hmm. But hopefully we did it more justice this time. Yeah, because TBH, we like ran out of time the last episode. We did. Like, yeah. we, we were going to keep going and like talk about honorable mentions before we talked about DS2. And then Michael like dm'd me in game and was like oh gotta go so it just like sped it up super quick but yeah oh gecko in the recording booth chat says the kingdom divided has a great benefit for mid-game accounts you can respawn outside of the catacombs which means great for afk slayer um you just kill yourself and that refills your prayer <laughs> so yeah if you want to just respawn right back where you should be back by the catacombs. Um, finish came divided and set your respawn point to Karend. Now it's not close to a bank, so that might it kind of sucks. Close ish, as, you know. You have like to go up two flights of stairs, and... past piano and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> it's a great I want to talk for hardcore Iron Man TBH. Uh, hardcore. <laughs> Just think about that for a second. <laughs> um, I am one to talk because my respawn point is still in Lumbridge. Where it should be in Prif, I think. Prif is probably the best. If not if not Ard, if not Edgeville. I think I think the best is Edgeville. Mine is in Prif because way back in the day, uh, we were doing like Zolcano and shit. And I didn't know how pathing worked. So I died a lot at Zolcano like a shitter. And I just kept it there. Because whenever I would die at Zolcano, I'd just run back down and like pick up all my stuff off the floor. And it would be like, you know. Oh, cool. We're good to go. Although I think I got Prif done after Gravestone. So either way, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was just nicer to like be able to regear and go back. And mm. I just left it at Prif, you know? <laughs> so it's my, it's my respawn point when I plank. Yeah. But yeah. So that's a kingdom divided next on the list. Oxy next on the list. All right. Are we sticking with items or are we just like, Ooh, free balling it going somewhere else? If you want to free ball it, we can. I'm I'm free balling. Okay, it. go for it. <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna free ball. The the free ball. Free balling. I'm trying to stick with this theme. It's not going too well. Um, one that is particularly relevant because of recent content updates is beneath Curse Sands, which like oh hell yeah, no shit. But also, it does give you access to the first piece of endgame content that is accessible to everyone off the rip. It doesn't require like, I, I suppose this is more of a talk on, like, the benefit of TOA as opposed to the benefit of Beneath Cursed Sands, if that makes sense. Beneath Cursed Sands is the vessel to get to TOA, mm -hmm. right? The quest itself, we tried to do it without a guide. We really did. Michael and I did it together. We really tried to do it without a guide. And when we got to the part where you have to stick the tablets in the urns, that was it. It took us an <laughs> hour, and we're like, I quest helper it is because we we couldn't we just couldn't get through it without quest helper um but 
It's got some pretty fun, pretty dynamic boss fights. If you know PVM, they're not bad, but they're definitely a challenge if you if you've like never killed the mole before. Which yeah. like, I mean, in the sense of like, compared to other bosses you would have fought, they are relatively difficult. But like, for Michael and I, they weren't horrible. We've done Tob Cox and all that. So no, I think the main benefit of Beneath Curse Sands is without a doubt TOA. Like. Cool, the circlet of water and the Karis Partisan. <laughs> like, eh, okay. Karis Partisan is mostly useful at Tombs of a Masket. <laughs> you know? Um, TOA is... I've already spoken on how good it is, but, like, to sum it up again, TLDR, if you've never done bossing before, you can go to TOA and learn the ropes. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to have experience everywhere you don't need to have you know torva infernal cape missouri ancestral to like learn toa and learn pvm mechanics along the way through toa and if you haven't done it already it's probably because you don't have the requirements because like i only say that because it came out a month ago today today's september 24th like raids three came out 30 odd days ago ish today on saturday mm-hmm. you haven't done the quest it's probably because you just couldn't because everyone was getting that quest done to go to toa on the first day everyone was getting it done michael and i waited till 24 hours before the quest came out to get it done <laughs> we really so did. if you don't have the requirements now you know what to go for you know i have had a lot of people ask because I, I will say it is a little different like getting into it for the first time. Somebody was asking the other day, like, do you think I can do it with like an RCB and a dragon scimitar? Um, which is, is more like two questions of like, is it possible to complete the content with that gear? Absolutely. Is it possible for someone with minimal PVM experience to do it? Maybe. Right. It's not out of the normal possibility that you could crank out a KC, but it would be very slow. Yeah. So once you complete Beneath Curse Sands, now you have more combat goals to work on. Because what do you, what should you bring to TOA, Michael? Trifecta. I was going to say, what three items do you need to bring to TOA? You only get that from completing Beneath Curse Sands. The biggest content updated quest has delivered in a long time in old school RuneScape. I know, like, okay, cool, it unlocks, like, possibly Menaphos in a couple of... uh in a couple of years whenever they get around to finishing the quest line but raids three is big there's a prerequisite to beneath curse sands and that is contact exclamation point so you got to do one quest before you can do beneath curse sands but like oxy said it's a well, little you bit do a, you gotta do a lot of quests for you because you have to do contact you have to do a farm's little helper i think you have to do uh i don't know do you have to do anything with the tears of a not tears the spirits of elidness to do that i don't think so oh right because you need you need soften him unlocked so you have to do that whole storyline yeah you gotta do gertrude's cat (laughs) (laughs) so there are other prereqs for it but the quest itself is a goal and then being able to complete toa even at like the zero level invocation is also a goal as well so it's a good one this was definitely not on the list last time we did this kind of episode back in april but it would have been so uh definitely definitely strive for that one because toa can be a mid-game raid it just depends on what level invocations you put on there 
and what kind of gear you're rocking. So mm-hmm. definitely on the list of things to strive for, especially if you have your trifecta. So yeah. the next one, since we're jumping around, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and do kind of a, a, a two for one. Because we were, again, we were kind of struggling on where to put this one as well. Shadow mm-hmm. of the Storm. Okay. This one is the quintessential range XP quest for kind of early game. I wouldn't call this a mid game quest. You're good. I mean, you'll probably do it within like the first month or two of your account because range, if I'm being honest, is not that important early game. Most of the time, people work on magic early game just for teleports. So you may be nearing the end of the early game. I don't know. It's an easy quest. Um, Shadow of the Storm. I believe there are prerequisites for this one. I've done all the quests in the game. So like when I open up my quest log, can't see a thing. And I did not pull up the wiki for this, but I'm pretty sure there's a prerequisite quest to get to this. But essentially... The golem. Okay, the golem. Sweet. So I was right. <laughs> essentially what this gives you is an XP lamp worth 10k XP in any skill other than prayer, which is great. So the strat, I say this is a great for, this, this quest is great for range XP because the strat is usually you have one range until you do this quest and then you get a free 10K. And so you basically skip out on the most terrible part of training range, which is the early levels. So get your 10K XP and kind of as a bonus, you have to do uh you have to do some prerequisites like I mentioned. And one of those is getting silver light. So Demon Slayer is a prerequisite to this to this quest. You have to have uh silver light, which during this quest you turn into dark light. And funny enough, dark light turns into arc light, which is probably one of the most important endgame weapons. I say one of the most. It's probably in the top ten endgame weapons um it is for it is what we call a niche use best in slot hey weapon. that's a great way to put it <laughs> it's got demon bane which basically means that on anything that's considered a demon um cerberus scotizo any of the demons you see in the catacombs it's krill. got krill krill's a big one it, it can do extra damage to them so once you have dark light you take uh, ancient shards from the catacombs of Krend. You add them to dark light and it creates arc light. Um, you do need 75 attack to wield it. So that's why I say the quest is kind of early game. But once you actually get there and you have dark light in your bank, don't drop it. <laughs> once you have dark light, save it. And then once you've kind of progressed your account to the point where you're ready to do some PVM, make sure you go and you get a couple crystals turning into arc light because you Which will not regret get it passively like the, you'll get the what are they even called like the ancient, ancient shards or ancient, something ancient shards yeah like you'll get those passively just doing slayer in the catacombs like all monsters drop them and i think they drop them based on their like total like combat level or something mm-hmm. so they're a little bit more rare at lower slayer levels but like i have probably six or seven on my group iron man account hey. that thing has like 53 slayer so nice but I can't wield dark light, so it's not really a point in making it right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 75 but, attack, that's or kind of up light, there. not dark light, whatever. But like you said earlier, 75 attack is still pretty mid-game. So. Yes. 
Yes. And it's going to help you a lot. If you can spare the the charges, that's the thing that kind of like is the downfall to Arclight is if you've got a demons task, like say you want to do Abbey demons, it can, it can speed up the kills, but like, is it that good over just using on like a whip at, at Abbey demons? Not always. So once you have Arclight, you generally try and save the charges for the big bads like Cerberus, Cotizo, Zami. Um, and using it on a demon's task isn't always the strat unless you're strapped with crystals and in which case the charges don't matter. I think if I looked at my bank right now on my main account with 95 Slayer, actually I'm 97 Slayer, 97 Slayer, I think I have like 30 ancient shards and 10k charges on my arc light. That can mean one of two things. I'm not using it enough, or I'm just really lucky with the shards. And I think it's both. Well, I use it a shitload whenever I do. Uh, Lagio in chat brought up Demonic Gorillas, which... Oh, like, yes. Yes. Good. Yes. Uh, I have, I think, probably just under 6,000 charges, because I just took it to Zami the other day. Hmm. Uh, and I have 23 shards in my bank. And yeah. I just top it off whenever I need to. Because again, when you get to the higher levels, you know, when you start doing, you start bursting dust devils, you start bursting neck reels, even you start bursting abyssal demons, right? Mm-hmm. You get shards, you get a couple shards per task, almost guaranteed, right? Sometimes you get unlucky and you don't get any, but based on the combat levels and the amount that you're killing, like surely you get one or two shards per task, right? Yeah. On average. So, at the higher end of it. Lower end of it, maybe not, but, you know. And if you're not, not getting impossible. shards, um, you're getting totem pieces, and then you go and kill Sotizo, and he drops them. So He does, doesn't he? He has a base drop rate of them. So. If you're in the catacombs, it's bound to happen. Um, the other big one is uh, Sire. You can use it at Sire, too. Abyssal Sire. Don't don't kill Skatizo without Arclight. No, please I've don't. I've done it. Have you? <laughs> did you? Do you remember the time, Michael? Where I don't know if you were in voice chat. I geared to do Skatizo, and I misclicked and put my Arclight away, and oh, I had no. to kill Skatizo with a dragon warhammer. Oh no! <laughs> you ever had a seven-minute Skatizo fight oh, before? No. <laughs> yep. At least you could lower bad. his defense, right? <laughs> but the. The little eye totems, the eyeballs. You can. That's the problem. Killing those damn eyeballs. Because you don't one bang them. Man. Yeah, it took a long time to kill Skatizo that day. It wasn't it wasn't very fun. Yeah. But, the uh, the benefit of having an arc light, if you're unfamiliar, with Skotizo. So you get three pieces of a totem and you combine them in it and, and then you use that totem to fight Skotizo. And one of the benefits of having arc light is he'll spawn these like <laughs> obelisk type eyeball things and they're like mm-hmm. they're 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 there to protect him. So he uh takes less damage the more of these eyeballs that are awake and you can one shot them. They have 100 HP uh but you can one shot them with arc light. So basically just run up, kill all four and then Scotizo's health just drains. You know, it's like he's like a, a baby chicken with the with, with the arc light. So yeah, you don't want to kill Scotties without it. Unfortunately, I've not tried it with any sort of don't. other demon bane type because they off you know they have those new spells um, for the RCS spellbook. But I yeah. mean, the, the issue with those spells, and I think we talked about that when that quest came out. It's like 
cool. You made demon bane magic spells. Demons traditionally have like an extortionately high magic level. Mm. Like across the board, most demons have a pretty high magic defense. So don't think I'm going to be main handing demon bane no. spells anytime soon. You have to do it for the elite combat task, uh, oh. which isn't impossible. It's more of a pain in the ass than anything, but you know, it's possible. <laughs> What, are you going to kill, like, lesser demons or something with magic? That's yeah, what that spell is for. Just don't. Just don't. But Unless yeah. you're going for the, le- you know, the demon, uh, lesser demon scroll? Is that a thing? I think that's a thing. Yeah. Just use a cannon. Actually, that's true. That's true. I don't know where you even kill them. Maybe catacombs? Who knows? Speaking of getting wildly off track from what <laughs> we originally started talking about this. Uh, I think you got the next one. I Yeah. Shadow of the Storm. Good. Good XP. Good item. Following the XP train, we're going to go with another new quest, just like we did last time. Last time, Temple of the Eye was brand new, and we're like, oh my god, it's so good. And it is, because you just don't ever have to like train runecrafting a shitty way ever again. Sleeping Giants is beneficial. Why? Yes, Giant's Foundry is good. It You can break even on some, on some bars. I haven't done it like two or three times, so I really can't speak on it too, too much. Uh... But what it's good for is other quest requirements. Mm. Smithing can be expensive and also kind of a pain in the ass to do at a low level. So anything to expedite that is good. Sleeping Giants give 6k smithing XP, which combine that with the 12k from, what's that quest called? Knight's Knight Sword, Sword, right? If we went from 1 and we went to our target experience of 18,000... That takes us to level 32 off the rack from doing two super short quests, which I don't know what that gives us necessarily. 32 smithing. Like, what what do we have access to? I don't think we can do iron plate bodies. We're one level away from iron plate bodies, which not a bad way to train smithing. I did it on my Iron Man, and Mm -hmm. when I got to 32, I was primed and ready at that point to start making steel, which, you know, steel bars are easy to come by. If you've got the coal, you can just buy mm-hmm. the iron from, from Blast Furnace. But it's very fast. Like, probably within maybe an hour, I was already at 52 smithing. And that's the yeah. quest requirement for, I think it was Legends Quest or something. But, yeah, it's very fast. So, while this one might not have, like, you know, uh, an early game meta or any, like, world-ending XP drop, you know, this one does speed up a grind that like frankly is just eh, you know <laughs> if you're a main account you can't smith gold yet so gold's out of the question to get these like lower levels yeah uh and if you're an iron man account jesus christ smithing costs a lot of money it does so <laughs> you know sleeping giants that little that little 6k extra it's just a little nice little sprinkle on top you know of like <laughs> oh look how nice this is it's less money i have to spend or less time i have to spend gathering resources Plus, people really seem to like Giant's Foundry. I've not heard one bad thing about it. I have done it, like I said, three times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have heard that people enjoy it quite a bit. I think Darkseid in our clan has the collection log done for it. So, like, I eh, I don't know. Giant's Foundry is apparently also Pog. Yeah. But unlike Temple of the Eye and Guardians of the Rift... I do not have the information on the minigame that it unlocks to tell you whether or not it is indeed Pog. I didn't do any Guardians of the Rift from the, you know, 
during that last episode that we recorded, but I have done a ton now, and I can confirm Guardians of the Rift has absolutely changed the runecrafting meta early game. So if you're going for like 75 to get your, your large pouch, it is so quick. I mean, 77 even, but I feel like at some point you're going to unlock ZMI, and that's going to be a little bit more AFK, but it like I'm... I'm like 58 on my group Iron Man account. And I I don't feel a single beat of sweat at all. Uh in the in the runes for a low level Iron Man, absolutely insane. Like Oxy's over here saying, "Man, I need some money because I'm like I'm like down to 30 law runes." I'm like, "Oxy, I have a thousand law runes. How many do you want?" <laughs> it's like, "Where did you get those?" Like, "Guardians of the Rift." So, you have to do some quests obviously to be able to make certain runes so if you're wanting to like once you get to 65 um you'll need to do morning's end part one and part two so that you can make death runes but it's worth it guys it's worth it ruin crafting is no longer the thing that you want your tears of guthix to go into because early game it's so good so what i think michael was trying to say was that we don't know the smithing minigame well enough to say whether or not it's good enough to get off track and talk about a different skill entirely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but go test it out. Do the yeah. quest, 6,000 XP. Good. We just we also are kind of just hoes for new quests. So yeah. I don't know if you guys have noticed <laughs> yeah. that. Like, any quests that came out in the last couple of years, Michael and I are like, good, go good, it. good. <laughs> They're, like, old school RuneScape, the team that's working now has kind of shifted from this whole like let's just put out a quest to put out a quest as much as i love what they've done on zaya i feel like they're just putting out quests to put out quests at least right now like they're building the they're story building the story yes good stories take time but i do find it really cool that for new content they're they're sticking to that age-old thing where herb lore is locked behind a quest um, runecrafting kind of was locked behind a quest so you know once a new method comes out they want you to do a quest to get introduced to it and i hope that they keep doing that because if they had just dropped guardians of the rift no quest it would have been good but i think that little like you said the salt bay thing the little salt the little cherry on top was the fact that they gave you a quest to introduce it to you and they gave you xp for doing it so you're gonna do the you're gonna do the content already, but now little cherry on top. So I I do have some experience with Giants Foundry, and the little experience I do have, it's great. I plan on doing it a lot once I max, and I'm going to 20 mil smithing because it can be profitable, and it can be pretty decent XP. And I just despise blast furnace, so that'll be me. That's <laughs> the most unpopular skilling opinion I think. I love blast furnace. I feel like when I'm going for 99 smithing, I'm going to eat those words, but like, <laughs> maybe, I, dude, I really, I don't know. I think when I got there, it's like a low level and I was getting like 200 K an hour. Cause you guys were like showing me how to do it. I think there was, there was one day where I was in VC with like you and scape and I'm like, man, like blast furnace is great. But like, how are you guys getting 300 K an hour? They're like, you know, you and scape are like, just just grab the ore with your ice gloves i'm like what ice gloves <laughs> oh no i'm like what are you guys talking about ice gloves they're like oh no. yeah you you switch your ice gloves from your goldsmithing gauntlets to pick them up i'm like no you don't you morons you pour the bucket of water to cool them down they're like oxy 
did you not know you could use ice gloves? I'm like, you guys are fucking with me right now. Like, there's no way this is true. My XP went from like 90k an hour to 210k an hour. I got real excited. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is great. Yeah. I'm having a blast. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> so there's something to be said about like late game Blast Furnace when you can make like rune bars. Because that's very profitable, just making the rune bars. Because like you're just not using as much coal as you normally would. So I might give it a try. This episode is off the chain when it comes to structure. Giant's Foundry and Sleeping Giant's good. Quest takes 15 minutes and you get free smithing XP. Hell yeah. It's good. Do it. <laughs> Do it. What you got next for us, Michael? Let's go with um, one that I think will redeem myself from the... The, the episode we did with TMD. And that is The Haunted Mind. Oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't going to let Oxy steal my thunder on this one. So, The Haunted Mind quest is kind of unsuspecting. You wouldn't think top quest to strive for in the mid game. I'm going to talk about The Haunted Mind. But we are. And here we go. So, what do you get with doing this quest? Well, you get the little, the little thing called the, the Salve Amulet. And, he's, um, he's not let this go, folks. He's is he's still not let this go. All you returning <laughs> listeners, he's still not let this go. <laughs> what do you get? What what does the salve amulet do? Well, it allows you to do more damage against undead monsters, which can include zombies, <clears throat> skeletons, ghosts, all of it. So it's actually very easy to obtain. I had to go. Uh, I was. There's this little challenge thing that I lost. I was to get ranked in wildy bosses. So I had to get another salve amulet. And I only had the EI. So like the enchanted and the... I don't know what the E... The imbued. I stands for. Imbued. Enchanted imbued. I only had the blue one. And I'm definitely not going into the wilderness with the blue one. Because I'm using melee on Vedion. So I went and got a full inventory of the little crystals... Which, if you haven't done it yet, you go, you finish the quest, right? You go into the mine, you make a hard left, you go into the first door, bring a chisel, and then you just chisel the little pink rocks. And that gives you a full, you know, you can get a full inventory of those crystals. And then if you've done the Tarn's Lair mini quest, um, you have a book in your POH called Tarn's Diary. You take that book out. And you use the crystal on the book, and bam, it enchants, it enchants your whole inventory of uh, salve amulets. So you do need a ball <clears> of wool. You gotta make to them make into them. amulets first. Yes, yeah. so you gotta make them first. So you need a ball of wool and the little crystal, and that makes a salve amulet. And that's gonna be good for, if you don't imbue it, that's gonna be good for anything you do with melee. So that's why you take it in top, because you're gonna be killing bloat. And it's very easy to obtain. So, like, you literally just make the crystal, use a ball of wool, and you enchant it. And then you just drop it. That's the kind of the top sweaty strat. Uh, so you have a so bunch of them in your bank. Sweaty. Well, that's not sweaty at all. It's just <clears throat> what you do. I retract my former statement. That's my, the top strat. A couple hundred in my bank <laughs> as it is. But, yeah, so the, I guess this quest is more two quests. It's because it's Haunted Mine and Lair of Tarn Razor Lurks. If you don't do the mini quest, it just gives, like... It's like a one-sixth increase 
in attack and strength against undead monsters, which goes from one sixth to a flat 20% when you enchant it. And you enchant it after completing Layer of Tarn Razor lore. You can also go to the Nightmare Zone and imbue it, or you can go to Soul Wars or PvP Arena or whatever. Um, <laughs> and you can imbue it to give it, I think, a one sixth range damage and like 15% man magic damage increase. 15% magic bonus. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's accuracy or damage. I don't know what it is, but against uh, targets that you would attack range and mage with. Mm -hmm. So notably skeletal mystics within the uh, within the, the chamber du Zarik. Uh, <laughs> use, it, use it there. You know? Or if you're, you're just like on, again, notably on task for anything that is undead. Uh, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head right now, but, but Vorkath, you know, it's used heavily at Vorkath. That's that's the other place besides Chambers that I think you end up using the, a South EI. The one the one issue with the self is that it doesn't stack with the Slayer Helm. So I actually retract my statement. It's not often used on task because the Slayer Helm is just better. Yeah, right. In most cases, and then you would want your necklace slot. You would want, like, if you're doing range and you already have a Slayer Helm, you want your your anguish. anguish. Yeah, so. Yeah, because they don't stack. It. It'd be cracked if they could. Holy shit. Game changing, You would honestly. be schmacking. Good. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Haunted Mine. Pretty simple, pretty easy. Like I said, the quest requirements are not insane. I'm looking them up right now. You need 36 crafting. Now, the boss can be a little, a little the hard. The sucks. It's a bitch. <laughs> but just go into it being prepared to run around and just kind of chase him that's all i'll say maybe watch a guide if, if you are a main account by staminas by manta rays <laughs> by prayer potions mm -hmm. bring the best melee weapon you can find <laughs> bring more prayer potions than you think you need mm. and also bring more food than you think you need if your inventory is not full you're doing something wrong. Bring <laughs> at least one, maybe two stamina potions for this fight. You want to prioritize defense, but you also get hit by environmental shit. So prayer, proselyte gear is the move if you're on a main account. For an Iron Man account, good luck. I, this boss sucks. I... I, I'm not a fan of the of the haunted mine boss Treus Draith the bastard. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just struggle with it. I'm going for my infernal. <laughs> I'm going for my infernal cape, and I had a really hard time killing Treus Draith on my groupie. So, <laughs> <laughs> which I've now been informed by Alagio that he's apparently really weak to crumble undead. Wish I would have learned that somewhere in the 4,700 hours of gameplay before this moment. When I chase the bitch down with a rune scimitar on my group Iron Man account. I'll keep that in mind for next time. <laughs> All right. What is next, sir? So next on the list, we have Fremi Isles, which for items, some of these in the items category of our, of our quests, gives like, it's not the best helmet anymore. It's not the best helmet by like several degrees at this point, but... <clears throat> It gives uh, the Helm of Need is not. Nate is not. Need is not. Not entirely sure. In any case, it's a fantastic mid-game upgrade. Like Other than the Slayer Helm, you're going to wear this helmet everywhere. 
when you're in the mid game. Like forget your archer helm, your berserker helm, forget your dragon med helm. Just just wear the Nezzy, right? Unless you're on task, then wear the Slayer Helm. Stack this with Fremitic Exiles. That gets you access to the Jaw if you're an Iron Man account, right? I've been seeing a lot of people doing Basilisk Knight tasks in the CC recently. Mm -hmm. So the Jaw is like 14, 15 mil, something like that. It's decent money. And it's the second best helmet in the game behind Torva. But if you're in the mid game, Torva is probably pretty far away for lots <laughs> of reasons. But Nezzy Helm is the just all around good item to wear when you're doing any mid game PVM content, questing, raiding, bossing, any monsters you're killing off task. Nezzy helm is the way to go. And it's going to be the way to go for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the mid game. Yeah. The classic like Nezzy helm, fighter torso, fire cape, like tank legs, dragon defender, abyssal whip. Look like that right there is like quintessential like mid-game melee gear that is is truly not going to get better for a long time so i was like dreading doing this quest for some reason i don't know why but i had like a really strange preconceived notion when i first started this account that fremenic isles was unfathomably difficult because of the final boss Mm. like i don't know why i think i like read it somewhere as a kid that like the troll king boss like is hard you have to prepare for it so i just like put the quest off as an adult i did the same thing with desert treasure i was like oh man i could never kill all those bosses that's horribly impossible and then i did them and i was like that's it okay um and this is before i had any friends who played runescape so like it's not like, you know, now where I'm like hanging out with grandmasters on a daily basis, you know, shooting the shit, talking about PVM tactics. This is back when I was like, the only source I have for RuneScape knowledge is Theoatrix's videos. And if it's not a Theoatrix video, I don't know what to watch. <laughs> so he didn't have a guide on how to kill the Troll King. So I was just un unreasonably afraid to do this quest. So I put it off for a really long time. I recently found a photo, uh, which Michael and I talked about that we kind of want to start posting these on Twitter every week. Just like a fun little look back. Uh, a photo of me when I just got my Dragon Defender. When I very clearly hadn't done uh, Fremenic Isles, I'm wearing an Amulet of Glory, Dragon Boots, Barrows Gloves, my Abyssal Whip, my Prozolite, and a Dragon Med Helm. <laughs> Yep, that a dragon med helm was unironically my my go-to for a long time. Long time. Like I'm surely I had it when I killed Zalra. Surely, right? You yeah. I think so. Yeah, because I, I didn't yeah, because I think they made me take to. the RM Didn't hood you have for the, the quest cape when you killed Zalra? I think I did, yeah. I don't know. Point is I put this quest <laughs> off for a long time for absolutely no reason, right? <laughs> It doesn't take too long, and the final boss really is not that difficult. Fremenic Exiles does get a little bit more serious as far as length and requirements and final boss fights, but frankly, Fremenic Exiles is just like, it doesn't stand out that much as like, that's like a master level quest. And it's just sort of like, you know, yeah, you do it, you know. <laughs> 
it's not like Song of the Elves or like right. Dragon Slayer 2, where there's this like momentous boss fight that's like, it's you, it's just you and me, baby. We're the only two. I don't know, something about that quest is just like, okay. Yeah, I kind of blinked cool, and I it killed, was over. <laughs> I killed the snake and now I gotta kill Bassless Knight. Sick. Like, I don't know. I guess Fremenic Isles, more importantly, kind of less importantly for the mid game, Fremenic Exiles, because like, some again strive for with your quest cape but if you're putting it off stop putting it off mm -hmm. just do it the nezi helm you take it everywhere i'm not kidding you'll you'll bring it yeah realistically everywhere and it's cheap for a long time yeah you get one for free at the end of the quest if you lose it it's 50k ish on the grand exchange or 50k from the the king Moanis, whoever mm -hmm. on the fremenic isles themselves but uh, just do it. Good <laughs> item. That's going to be good for a while. I would agree. I got one on my group Iron Man. That, I mean, Oxy's right. The troll, the troll king bosses, it's, it's not that difficult. I think that type of mindset where like you psych yourself out can be, you could do that for a lot of things in this game, unfortunately. But just know from personal experience, I did that like way before I did my fire cape. And even my fire cape was probably a little early as far as. I struggled a little bit with the fire cape, so just know you can do it. Um, I think the the only thing that maybe got me through was TMD was there to resupply me on food. So bring more food than you think you need because you have to kill some trolls and they uh, they hit pretty hard. So troll, uh, you know, prayer pots, food, you got you got it. So up next we have a little bit of a another hybrid one, kind of like how Shadow of the Storm was. Um, this one is. Not something you probably thought would be on our list, but it is. The Eyes of Gluffrey. And I think I'm saying that right, because Gluff is the guy from Monkey Madness. And this is Gluffrey. Unrelated, probably. Anyway. I think they are related. I think <gasps> they're, they're related. like father and son, grandfather and grandson oh. or something. Because like, Gluffrey's also kind of a piece of shit, I think. I spaced my right? requests. I'm so you, sorry. Of course you did. <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry. I haven't done it on my group did. Iron Man yet, so well, I will not. Isaac Luffrey came out like 17 years ago, so I'm not. It no spoiler warnings. Um, the who's the dude? The Hancock, Zuknock, Flugbach, whatever his name, whoever the dude is. Oh, I knew it was a knock. Oak knock. <laughs> um, he was friends with a spirit tree and like fought against the goblins, and then Gluffrey did some like nefarious shit. And then, like, killed the spirit tree. And those cute little critters are all evil that are walking around the Grand Tree. Mm. That's why the, that's why the Grand Tree feels so weird on the group Iron Man account when you first get there. Because you're like, something about this is different, but I don't know what. Mm. And then you do Eyes of Gluffrey and you realize it's those little, like, cute creatures that are hanging out. They aren't actually cute. They're like little demon spawn oh, things. Gosh. And then you kill them and they're gone on your main account forever. Oh, gotcha. So it's just like a weird, like... Like you do it at such a low level that like I did that quest two years ago on my main. I have, have don't didn't even remember that they were there. Yeah. Um but yeah, so so Gluffrey was a dick back then. And I'm pretty certain had a kid or a grandkid named Gluff, yeah, Gluff. who surprise, surprise, turns out to be a dick <laughs> not once, but twice. So the more of that story is just read the quest dialogue and you'll figure it out. I will be reading that. When I do it on my group Iron Man, but Eyes of Gluffrey, this is a twofold. Like I said, this is a two-parter. It gives you XP and an item. 
So this used to be kind of like the big bad quest to do to get runecrafting XP. You know, you would do you do the mini quest. I think it's called Enter the Abyss. Enter the Abyss. Thank you, Oxy. Uh, you would do that, and that would give you, I think it's 1K runecrafting XP. And then you would kind of just suffer, you know? Tears of Gothics, XP lamps. You would get to this quest, and it would give you 6K runecrafting XP. Now that we have Temple of the Eye, not as important, but still pretty substantial. 6,000 runecrafting XP, that's a lot. Say you don't want to go do Temple of the Eye, this will get you there. But the other thing that this gives you, the Crystal Saw Seed, which you can then sing into the Crystal Saw. It's going to give you a plus three boost for anything that you would normally use a saw for within your player-owned house, which, funny enough, actually stacks with the Spicy Stew to give you a massive plus eight. So that'll, that literally, the, the Crystal Saw, along with the other boosts, are the exact reason why Having a maxed house is so possible for a lot less money. <laughs> like, yeah, I was just saying, the <laughs> biggest benefit is it saves you like 30 saves mil so down the money. line. <laughs> like, getting a plus five can be kind of annoying, but like having to spend another entire chunk of your cash stack just to get those five levels, it most of the time people don't do it. Unless you were just like outright going for 99 construction anyway, most people stop at 83 or 84. And then you have a maxed house because of mm-hmm. everything that you can make um, with the crystal saw, or maybe even like a, a a tea that you can make in your house. I think that's a plus six. So there's a lot of yeah. benefits. Yeah, the tea gives plus three, plus the saw, plus yeah. the saw. So just keep in mind, like I said, it can only be like you only get the plus three on things that you would normally use a saw for. So like it's not just hey, have this saw in your inventory and it's always a plus three. So if you're going for like the spirit tree or the fairy ring, unfortunately, you don't need a saw for that. Most of the stuff in your house you do use a saw for, so just pay attention. If it, if like on the list to make it doesn't have a saw, I'm sorry, you're going to need those levels. But that's Eyes of Gluffery. It's very easy. Like I said, quest requirements are going to be five construction, which you get after doing Daddy's Home, and 46 magic, which you should have because magic is really very, very good in the early game also the puzzle sucks the, the puzzle is ass i wonder if, in eyes of gluffery i wonder if the quest helper helps with that at all i'm sure it does but like i i have struggled every time i've tried to do it leagues groupie main <laughs> yeah. the puzzle sucks I, y- y'all know i'm not a puzzle guy but like man puzzles puzzles <laughs> tough <laughs> you guys can do it i think quest helper helps quest helper is like any puzzle that you have to do there's this puzzle where you have to do the age-old thing where like you have a five gallon bucket and a three gallon bucket and you have to make four gallons so it's like to pour one out pour one in pour one in pour one out pour it out it's just weird quest helper mm-hmm. just makes all that sort of just easy content but that is eyes of gluffery it's very very easy what do we got next oxy up next we have the quest with Arguably the hardest boss fight of any quest ever. Sins of the Father. Vanstrom is is hard. I it took me like seven times to do Vanstrom. Seven wow. seven tries, I think. I had a really hard time with Vanstrom. There's a clip of me finally beating him, and if I 
killed him a tick later, I would have died to lightning. And when I finally beat Vanistrom, I'm just like, oh, I like fall on the floor. I'm so <laughs> glad I'm finally done with that boss. It took me so long to do. Yeah. Sins of the Father is in our content category. Because Sins of the Father unlocks a couple of pieces of pretty notable content, mostly skilling. Um, first and foremost, get Howl's Sepulcher, which Michael wouldn't know. But it's pretty good for agility training XP. That's rude. Right? <laughs> May hit me with the exclamation point, KC Grand Hollow Coffer. I haven't done floor five, sir, but I've done mm. enough of the one through four to know that it's great XP. You just gotta I, it. Here's a strat that I kind of wish I did. So you unlock, you can unlock Sepulcher at like level 60 something, right? That's like, is it? Yeah, I think it's 52. 52. But you need 66 thieving to get the chest. Yeah, so you need level 52 for the first floor. I kind of wish, and it wasn't around back then, but I was like probably in my 80s, 70s or 80s when the Sepulchre came out. I really wish that I would have just done the content. Like, suck it up, learn it, do it while you're while kind of low level. And then by the time you do get to level 92, when you can go to floor 5, you have the confidence. Not like... Not like you are level 92 and now you're learning the content. Because at level 92 agility and you're motivated, you don't want to be learning the content. I've already gone through all of this, but like if I could go back in time, I would I would start I would start I would start Sepulcher earlier and actually I'll let Oxy get into the rewards from Sepulcher because that's a fun one. Yeah, I mean most of the rewards from Hollowed Sepulcher benefit you at the Hollowed Sepulcher. That's kind of like Jagex's signature, you know, it's her little signature rose that they throw at the end of at the end of every fight. That's a weird, obscure Sailor Moon reference there. Uh, but um, <laughs> that's what they do. They, they give you content that uh, gives you rewards that help you do that content a little bit better. The rewards in Howl's Sepulchre make the Howl's Sepulchre absolutely free. Like, there's nothing you ever have to worry about other than being good at the content. The rewards take away the RNG. You no longer take any damage. You use less materials when you, like, uh, get in through, like, the holy barriers or build the bridges. You make the rope swings every time. I started Hollow Sepulchre, maybe, like, 75 agility, something like that. The amount of times I failed the rope swing because I thought... I'm going to save up for Black Graceful and didn't buy the 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 grapple hook. <laughs> I could have so many more uh, marks of grace or whatever they're called, hallowed marks right yeah. now. So you buy all the items and then, of course, you get the Black Graceful transmog, which do you remember how bad that looked when that came out? They're like, like, they're like, Oh. graceful but it's, it's black like, and red and like the the designs like look super cool yeah. and it came out as just like a like the same gray of my sweatpants yep like just not it's not good. black at all <laughs> um so they thankfully re they changed it and then you also get a squirrel recolor if you have a squirrel in addition to the cool cosmetic rewards like halt poker teaches you how to play the game better this is one of those oxy rants about like end game content helping you do other end game content like sepulcher has nothing to do with pvm but knowing and understanding pathing really well for theater of blood tunes of a masket and inferno beautiful beautiful 
Plus, like, agility XP rates are cracked. And yes, of course, you can make money once you get to the fifth floor. But y'all are mid-game players listening to this. Unless you, for some reason, have, like, 80 quest points and 95 agility. <laughs> like, first of all, what the hell have you been doing if that's your account build? Second of all, you got quests to do, baby. Um, agility good. Palette Sepulchre, fantastic. You also have uh, Day Alt Essence, which you can mine. Um, you can't wear full Prospector, but the mining XP is kind of negligible there. But you mine all these Day Alt Shards, and then you turn them into... The Day Alt Shards are stackable, by the way, so you never have to bank. Uh, I think there was a period of time last spring, like a, in 2021, I was there for like three weeks. And I wow. mined like 70,000 Day Alt Essence wow. to push me to 77. This was long before uh, Guardians of the Rift came out. Yeah. So I just powered through. They're stackable. And then once you talk to the Virewatch guards, they'll turn them into Day Alt Essence in your bank. Day Alt Essence gives you, I think, 50% extra experience. Yep. So instead of getting 100, you get 150 XP. 150% extra XP. I suppose it's correct if a rune gives you 100 XP. I don't think any runes give you 100 XP per rune. That'd be cracked if they did, though. It'd be so oh, wow. cool. Do they? I don't even... You know what? I'm not even going to bother with the math thing. <laughs> Look it up yourselves, damn it. I don't know the answer. 50% um, XP. That's all I got to focus on. <laughs> but it does give you 50% additional XP to whatever runes you're crafting. It does not work with blood runes, and it does not work with Guardians of the Rift. Um, doesn't work with soul runes either. But it's real good at CMI. I'm talking like 60, 70k an hour good at ZMI, which doesn't sound that fast. But if you're out here with 60-something room crafting, that's fast. So, Dayalt is good. Uh, what's the mining level for Dayalt Essence? Like, 40-something? It's 60. Which, like, it's not just that get bad. 60 mining. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It sucks, but just do it. I'm gonna blow your mind. At 85 mm. room crafting, ZMI with Dale Essence is like 120k an hour. Jesus God. Yeah, because the Colossal Pouch. Insane. Oh, from Guardians of the Rift? Yeah. Wait, I don't even fucking yeah. remember that. Yeah. But uh, that's the strat for me yeah. when I'm going for 20 mil runecrafting. That's a pretty good strat, not going to lie. It's super, super AFK. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, you just, like with the GPU plugin on Runelight, you can one click to the, to the altar from the bank. You don't even need to be on a ZMI all world anymore we're like following somebody the whole time just solo it just like click right to the right to the altar. well also i think that, that's also beneficial because like the npcs attack you down there yeah it's true so it's nice to have like herd immunity to like the little <laughs> shitters trying to attack you but um in addition to day alt essence you also get 90 wood cutting boom we're off to redwoods lfg boys uh no, but in all seriousness, you get um you get access to Firewatch Sentinels. You can yeah. unlock them as a slayer task, and they are the most AFK like beautiful. You sit there in proselyte, you can't pray melee the entire time. There's an altar right outside literally right where you're killing them. And you just hang out the whole time. They drop kind of some alcables. They can drop blood shards. Which turns out are one in fifteen hundred, not one in five hundred, like I thought. Um, and they're just they're good XP. They take a while, and you can only kill them with a blister wood flail. So it's not like you can claw spec them out with a light bearer every other kill, which kind of sucks. <laughs> but literally with Prozolite, 
and auto retaliate, they will never lose aggro. Yeah. If you don't put your Vire Watch gear on, uh, they'll never lose aggro. So literally just sit there forever. Counterpoint to that is they're hor- horribly botted mm. and gold farmed. And even after they've nuked bots, the bots just keep coming back. Yeah. You can tell when it's a bot too, like Nezzy Helm, Monk's Robes, Blisterwood Flail, Rune Defender. Like it's just, yeah. or worse, they're not even wearing a Defender. Like, yeah, it's it's not great. So something to be aware of there that it is pretty heavily botted. So finding an open world is kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to kill Vyres for a Blood Shard, you can pickpocket them. It's like 80, 85. Is it 80? It's 82 to pickpocket Vyres. And now that we can uh, input swap, we could shift click, oh, yeah. uh, switch it to pickpocket instead of talk to. Pickpocket Blood Shards. Once again, pour one out for my boy Kroll, who got like three blood shards from thieving oh. on our last bingo. Um, and none of they them didn't count, count <laughs> because they didn't proc in the chat box. Oh. Uh, I think he got two with a rogue's outfit in like fall bingo of 2021. Got two with a rogue's outfit. They didn't count because they didn't show up in the chat box. And then he's like, damn, whatever. It's fine. I guess I'll just go kill them. Like 20 kills later, got a third blood shard. Nice. So, again, pour one out for my boy Kroll. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you can pickpocket them, so it does give you access to blood shards, blood furies. You can buy a blood shard without doing the quest, but, like, again, trying to consider the Iron Men here. Yeah. Blood fury good for everyone. I guess the last little piece of, like, Darkmire is the Blisterwood tree. Ooh, um, forgot about that. I've heard it has good XP rates. I know Scape spent a lot of time at the Blisterwood Tree pre ninety. I think pretty sure he got uh, he his really seemed to like it from there. He did. I was online when he got his pet. That was pretty cool. The, he got his pet so long ago. This was back in the day where we were in like the Viking CC. Oh, like we weren't even like we weren't TNL CC. The TNL there wasn't a clan yet. There was oh, a clan gotcha. chat. Wow, it was a long time ago. <laughs> so I do remember when he got that. I've heard it's good XP per hour. I think you get like consistently maybe like 70k mm-hmm. the tree doesn't despawn but you will kind of like randomly stop cutting yeah uh not qu- it's not like normal trees that like disappear and it's not quite like redwoods or like motherload mine where there's like veins quote unquote you'll just stop mm-hmm. but the blisterwood tree never moves so it's extremely afk it's really good for mobile um yeah, you just gotta pay attention again, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've heard their rates are are okay. Sins of the Father has some pretty steep requirements to do, and it has an awful boss fight. Really satisfying once you get it done, but it's hard. Yeah. Like I'm gonna stress again that I think Vanstrom is the most difficult quest boss to beat. On my chest, harder than Galvax, Gluff, <laughs> Seren. I think Vanstrom is the hardest to beat out of all of them but it's worth it once you get it done the amount of content that sins of the father unlocks real nice it's up there yeah and that's gonna close off me talking about this and we're gonna pass it over to our boy here for the last quest of the episode yeah the quest cape of our podcasting <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with that the most like baller it. quest <laughs> the most baller quest we didn't actually <laughs> save the best for last which kind of sucks but the last quest on our list, Bone Voyage, surprisingly enough. <laughs> Again, it's not, <laughs> we didn't save the best for last or anything. This isn't any sort of 
like top 10. These are just quests that we want you guys to strive for. So, Bone Voyage. And with that, the dig site, obviously. And kind of with that, kudos. So, there's a laundry list of quests that you'll need to complete Bone Voyage. But ultimately, ultimately, what we're after here is a massive piece of content called Fossil Island. We're not going to go over everything that Fossil Island has to offer because, my goodness, that could be an entire episode on its own. But the main points are early game Hunter, absolutely cracked Hunter XP when you can do birdhouse runs. Like, I'm talking level ups every single time you do a house if you start there at, like, level 10 or whatever it is. So do your birdhouse runs. And if you haven't done your birdhouse run, this is your reminder to go do it. Damn it, Michael. I'm going to go do a birdhouse run. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> the best AFK melee training after sand crabs, you have the ammonite crabs, which you might struggle to find a world. I'm sorry about that because everybody loves killing ammonite crabs, but you'll find a world. Um, if you use the NPC aggression timer on Brunelite, um, it's very, very easy to know where the little line is that you have to cross to like re-aggro them. So every 10 minutes or so, you, you walk a couple tiles, and you've re-aggroed, and then you can spend another 10 minutes killing them. Because we have failed to mention this in any significant way, but Jagex had approved a 25-minute logout timer in RuneLight. Yo, they, they added never log effectively. Oh, it's so nice, yeah. dude. Like you can't do six hours, unfortunately, but 25 minutes, that's good enough for anything you're really going to do in this game because like with the Walk aggression away, timer get up make a sandwich yeah. take a shower smack the fucking cat around dude it is so, you're still logged still in logged oh in. it's so nice it's gonna dude. it's gonna skew the 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 hours played just a little bit but who really cares you're you'll make it up <laughs> bruv i am 184 days and one hour deep into this account I don't give a shit about what the hours played <laughs> says anymore. I know. Like, it, I am. There is no game that I think even comes remotely close to Not RuneScape. You, you, maybe if you put the entire Halo franchise together, like the whole thing, all of it, from Combat Evolved up to Infinite mm -hmm. together, maybe it might get close <laughs> to RuneScape. Maybe. Yeah. And that's like 20 years versus like three or four years. So like, but yeah. What's the what's that plugin called? Um, logout timer, I think. Easy enough. Uh, yeah, I, I think literally so, it's yeah. just called logout timer. And it's not yeah. it's not one of the plugin hub ones. Literally, it's just in the settings. Set it to twenty five minutes. Golden. So ammonite crabs. Uh, once you get a higher um, hunter level, you can go up to herbivore. The other main thing that you're gonna want to do once you get to Fossil Island is uh, start planting seaweed. Number one, it's great for Iron Man account, and if you're playing an Iron Man, you already knew that, but it's going to be a, probably your best chance for any sort of farming pet. I think when you look at the rates and how it all works, seaweed is like in the top three for best methods to get the farming pet. I wouldn't know. I've planted a ton of seaweed and still don't have the pet, but maybe I just haven't planted enough. But that's, yeah, like I said, the, uh, an entire episode's worth of content could be said about fossil island so get in get in get your quest done get in there and and, and run around and figure stuff out because there's yeah you've there's also so got the, the mahogany trees or the, oh, yeah. the hardwood trees yep. that give you really good xp and then amazing like, 
if you're feeling spicy, you can do fossil island wyverns, but like, eh, you know, I, I have a bad taste in my mouth because some asshole constantly puts, get a granite boots or granite sword for bingo. That asshole is TMD. You can tell him I said that. Uh, so I've killed my fair share of fossil island wyverns to a whole lot of nothing. So I have a bad taste in my mouth with fossil island wyverns. That's why I don't like them. But they're decent AFK. They're fun. They they do they do drop money for Slayer. They're I don't know the, the ancient wyverns bring a dragonheart lance and a blood shard or a blood fury. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty decent. And then I don't know how you haven't mentioned your favorite piece of content on Fossil Island, Michael. Volcanic Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Volcanic Mine is great. Um, if you're if you're if you're wanting some of the best mining XP rates without having to tick manipulate, Volcanic Mine will get you there. Um, there's a slight learning curve. I, I'll I'll give it that much. Like it can be pretty difficult to set yourself up for those rates. But once you find a, a decent team um, and you get the content down, it is very fun. There's there's yeah. obvious trade-offs, but I, I don't want to get too much into it. But it's great content. It's great content. I wish that Jagex would. I wish that Jagex would do something about it because it's not very accessible. I wish that it was more accessible. I kind of wish that you could mass world it without having the penalties that you have uh, with having more people in the in the in the mine what's the cap like five or five yeah any more than five i mean five isn't even great so like you're better off in twos or threes which kind of sucks i don't know i wish it was more like the other mini games that they put out like um like winter todd or 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 temporos um even guardians of the rift like those types of mini todd here we go exactly it has it has the bones to be a great like scaling mini game um, I kind of wish they had a pet variant. There's a lot of things, you know. You spend a couple, more than a couple hours at Volcanic Mine, and you start to think, think of all these things. But scrutinize the shit out of Volcanic Mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think that's that is it for our list, folks. Um, we'll have all these quests. I'll try to have all these quests listed in the description, just in case you want to recap without having to listen to the episode again. But uh, yeah, that was a fun one, guys. That's gonna do it for now. Stick around until after the break. What's up, scapers? Are you guys ready for the greatest edition of the Grand Exchange? Since the Grand Exchange, you better be, because it's time to join a clan, baby! That's right. Come on down to the Grand Exchange and start your own clan with your friends! Oh, uh, sorry, I'm already in a friend's chat. Oh, I'm already in a friend's chat. Yeah? Does your friend's chat have a formal rank structure? What about these sick-ass icons? And what about the clan? That's right, you heard me. Join a clan and get a free community mansion with a full unpaid staff. Wait a minute, we're not getting paid. Sign up today and I'll even throw in a free banner so you can hoist your colors. Use to beat the shit out of some goblins so they'll know who sent you. Join a clan today, baby! Woo!
Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know that I sure did. It is the part of the episode now where we give a shout out to our patrons who support us over on patreon.com slash XP waste. Couldn't do this without you guys. If you're in the wise old man tier or the KBD tier, you get a special shout out with your name each and every episode. We appreciate you guys so much. Want to give a big ass shout out to our wise old man tier starting out with 10,000 slugs, scape caution, Elagio, Bollimer, basket, Benjamin R, Pork Jerry, Haddad Bod, Cole, C. Gladney, Connor M, Morty, Creamed Ham, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D. Falconer, Flying Castiel, Fortimus, Francine 1225, Gecko. And this next one is HJAE, which we deduced is probably just J, but it could be very wrong. If, um, if I'm wrong, please let me know. Hoof Hearted. Jack M, Jake W, Jerry, John P, Kevin B, Chaos Bane, Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, Mag Morpheus, Mike Oxmall, Mima, Nasty MFR, Nick B, Nick My Knack, 999-999, Ninja Turtle Ruby, Obsidian Paladin, Okami Damashi, Pine Martin 709, Ice Rectilinus, Hollow. Rust of Fury, Salted Snake, Soggy Waffles, Shadow, Skillaxon, Shouldveg, Solaire OS, The Chungaroo, THG Bang, Thormac, Troll, T-Pace, Valdon, and Zack without a K. That is our wise old man tier. Thank you so much to everyone who supports us there. Next up is the KBD tier. We love each and every one of you. Big shout out to Bloodman, aka Young Kyle. Oxy's dad, also my dad. Dickie Bird, G.I.M. Stones. Kroll, the Lord Jake himself. Our third favorite Patreon supporter, Ralph. Rylithian, Skuma92, Spartan Fire, the Big G Jordy, and Toast No Toast. Thank you so much to everyone in the KBD tier. Again, we appreciate each and every one of you. Even if you weren't given a shout-out this episode, shout-out to them, child, and the Party Pete tier. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash xpwaste. We have a challenge right now, and that challenge is if we are to hit 150 patrons, each and every one of you on the list, when we hit 150, we'll have your names put on a shirt, put on the back of a shirt, and then on the front of the shirt will be a custom design, and... You'll get that shirt for free. We'll send it out to you. We just need your address and what name you want on the shirt. So we're at 114 right now. So I'm not going to do any math. We just need a couple more. Um, So if you want to support us at any tier, any tier is going to get your name on the shirt. Head on over to patreon.com slash x2a. Somebody, oh, Elagio. Elagio in the recording booth chat said 36 more people. That could be literally 36 more people in the Gnome Child, which is only a dollar per month. So if you want to get us to our goal of 150, um, we would appreciate it very much. And you'll get a cool shirt. So we already talked about the meetup. So if you want more information on the meetup, go back to like the first 10 minutes of this episode and listen to that again. Or stay tuned because we will have more info for you as the weeks go on. I'm honestly just impressed that we didn't do the entire rigmarole again. 
because <laughs> we didn't forget that we already talked about it. So look at us, dude. Professional hey, podcasters. Look man. at us. We're so good. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right. So it is now time for the community question. Last week, we asked you guys, what is your favorite mid-game moneymaker? We got a lot of responses, so I'm going to go through these quickly. Elagio says, it was KBD, but sadly never got a dragon pick, so I didn't make much money, but it was fun. Tommy says, as I'm trying to get the quest cape, I'll do the most profitable skilling method available to me while I grind out my next milestone if I really need money. There you go. Charlie says, I forgot to put this on YouTube, but flipping. You can do this with any stats and any amount of GP. Garrett says, no XP, but... Buckets of Wax makes me about 100k after 10 minutes of collecting. You can catch me and Cather B with my frog mask eternally on until I get an endgame helm. <laughs> buckets, of, buckets of Wax make you 100k, 100K per inventory? So that's 600k an hour. Interesting. Or, or what the... Huh. Wow, that is a strange mid-game moneymaker if I've yeah. ever heard one. Hey, Holy. It's, we should, should do another mid-game moneymaker and uh, episode and try that one out matt says i rotted away at blue dragons for hundreds of hours and switched back to fresh flesh crawlers for herb drops to take breaks blue dragons for money making huh i mean i guess bones are good bones and hides baby yeah. <laughs> there's a couple consistencies in this world and that's that <laughs> bones and hides are always going to have some sort of value in old school runescape true uh tom says simply barrows with exclamation points Love it. Duke Bradley says, I enjoy sending some Winter Todd or Guardians of the Rift games when I'm in need of the coveted gold gold pieces. They said gold GP, but I just made it gold gold pieces. <laughs> Chris says, I love sulfur lizards. Noted ore drops, decent seeds, medium clues, and they're cannonable. Probably not the most amazing for listeners, but someone just entering the mid game, it's great. That's a good one. I didn't even consider that. Skittles2030 says... Barrows by far is my favorite mid-game moneymaker. Super simple, but always fun getting a drop. Also super excited to sign up for bingo. Hell yeah! Taco Dog says, My favorite mid-game moneymaker has to be Vorkath. Whenever I'm short on cash or I'm bored, I go poke the dragon and pray I don't get hurt too bad. Love that. Good tech. Toast says, Money Mole in Vorkath for me. With a special mention for Volcano. That's a good one. Though my Okay, dude. Volcano is too good. It's cracked. It's actually Volcano cracked. shits out GP. Yeah. Especially in a small team, like a like a two to four person team. Mm. Volcano is great. It's a reason why it's heavily cold farmed. <laughs> heavily farmed, yeah. yeah. Well well we don't do about that, but uh they say though, my favorite mid game money loser, <laughs> not maker, is getting ganked at Scorpia. <laughs> I cry every time. Oof. <sighs> Man, you just know it too, because like there's three types of PKers that are going to get you a Scorpia. There's the whole team that's going to run in at the same time. And they're all going to be like ballista specking and you're just dead, mm -hmm. right? There's a beta count that's going to run in and it's going to be called like hardcore ham or something. And you're going to be like, why is a hardcore airman out here, out here like by themselves in like dog shit prayer gear. So sometimes you're with your friends and you think, oh guys, let's kill a hardcore. Like we've been killed so many times tonight. We're gonna take our we're gonna take our revenge on somebody else. 
and you walk out. It's like Flynn Rider with all the swords to his neck because there's 17 people waiting out there with staffs. Or it's just one guy. <laughs> it's one guy in kitted ancestral with a toxic staff of the dead, an infernal cape, and your name on his hit list. <laughs> and he's going to kill you before Scorpia even respawns. <laughs> And it's, that's all. That's the only three types of PKs you run into out there in the deep wild. And it's not even like you can just teleport away. It's it's deep wilderness. So like, either you run or you just accept your fate. It's honestly yeah. how it is. If you escape from Scorpio, you're a Chad. <laughs> nice. All right. Next up, we have Maddie. They say, for me personally, Blast Furnace was clutch in getting my account rolling. That's kind of cool. We talked about Blast Furnace a little bit, but I wouldn't have expected that to pop up here. Lord Maticus says, Herb runs have carried me through this game. My bank value has gone from 10 mil to 100 mil in the last year just from doing Herb runs. Cash check is still small, but the gear keeps on coming. We'd love to see that. That is awesome. MB, MB Jones here says, I make most of my money flipping. It's relatively easy once you figure out what some really good daily items are, and it takes virtually no time to do it. I would love to get into flipping because like I perpetually have a cash stack that just sits in my bank and I'm doing nothing with it. You know, it's like, it's kind of like having like burying money and instead of like investing it into like a good growth stock mutual fund, you're just burying your money. It's not earning you interest. It's like, it's like Ron Swanson where he bury bars of gold in your backyard. Yeah. Cause you don't trust the government or banks. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, more of the story, I need to get into flipping. D2 says, Zolcano, very chill with great drops. Even got a few mining levels there. You got mining levels at Zolcano? That's... Who would ever level up at Zolcano? That's a lot Honestly, of Zolcano. That's just unheard <laughs> of, dude. Who would? Who yeah, would ever come get on a, now. Especially a milestone level, man. <laughs> Who would ever get a milestone level at Zolcano? Dude, what a shitter am I? That is a story for another time. <laughs> Young Max says, Giant Mole. I roll up with full rune helm, power amulet, rune kite shield, D-long climbing boots, and monk robes. Kills take a while, but it's good money. <laughs> Young Mac, thank you for that. That was good. All right. What, one more time. Repeat that. Repeat that gear setup one more time. I roll up with a rune full helm, power amulet, rune kite shield, dragon longs, climbing boots, and monk robes. All right. Well, this is the formal announcement to everyone in the TNL clan. Young Mac has officially been perma-banned from the Discord and the clan chat and the podcast and RuneScape. <laughs> I've already talked to Jagex. We've completely deleted the account. Any other account they've ever played on, it's gone. No longer allowed to play. Never, ever. Do you know what that setup is, Michael? No. That is the poor man's guide to bossing. No requirements setup. That is just dog shit <laughs> that i made like three or four years ago so i would say it's been nice knowing you but that would be a lie young mac it's time to go he took <laughs> your he took your perma- advice seriously as he should <laughs> poor man's guy well, i can't even i can't even delete that video because it's just such it's so bad that it's like it's like gold it's and like, we can't get rid of it it's iconic at this point. god what a what a king to type the whole goddamn thing out i would not have caught that so thank you for catching that <laughs> unfortunately i did catch it oh, oh. 
All right. <laughs> Moving on to our YouTube replies. Uh, we have three here. Charlie from the from the from the uh, the one we heard earlier kind of goes hand in hand with Slayer, but Ice Trolls carried my cash stack on my mid game Iron Man. Buying items from shops to sell to the GE is a classic, as well as buying items from the GE to sell to shops. So get onto the old reverse Uno card there, namely shops that buy at high alk value. Jordy says, if Vorkath counts, I want to say Vorkath 100%. I love Vorkath. Fun boss with easy mechanics, and it's just consistent money every kill. I don't think technically Vorkath is mid-game. It's more like late, late mid-game. I feel like once you, once you start doing Vorkath, you're no longer in the mid-game. Right. Like you've officially, once you start, like, like your first KC is one thing. But once you're like one, two, five hundred KC deep, like you're you're moving, yeah. you're you're pushing forward, yeah. with, with with getting out of the, out of the mid game. Like you got the money, you got the gear, you got the know how, you got the supplies to do it. So like mid games probably in the past, if you're grinding Vorkath for money and you're getting into that late game, you know, doing all my late game <laughs> things. Our last reply over on YouTube comes from Alex L. They say herb runs for consistency, PVM for the dopamine. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> That's a good answer right there. Thank you so much, guys, for answering last week's community question. Uh, if you want to answer this week's question, it will be, what is your favorite quest unlock? Answer that question over on the community question section on Spotify, or it'll be on the pinned comment on our YouTube channel. What is your favorite quest unlock? I think now, Oxy. It is time for Achievement of the Week. You might just be correct. Woo! It might just be time for Achievement <laughs> of the Week. So, the three categories, as always, PVM, skilling, and then miscellaneous. Question mark? Hmm. We're going to start with the miscellaneous question mark hmm, category, because I believe we only have two this week. Kind of a light week, but still pretty good achievements. Coming in first for this week, we have... Zero Fox Given with his music cape. We don't see a lot of music capes in Achievement of the Week, frankly. So Zero <laughs> Fox Given completed Chambers as Eric, and that was all the music tracks he needed. That's cool, because that's also how I got mine. I didn't do it with Chambers. I did mine with Tob, but I also had to finish a raid to get uh, to get all the, all the music tracks, which, man, getting that, it was so stressful, getting my music cape. Because I had to get uh, curtain closes. Man, that was tough. <laughs> but congratulations to you, Zero Fox. And after that, we have Fortimus with his Achievement Diary cape. Now, it was his big goal for 2022 to get the Achievement Diary cape. He's gone from 1940 total level to 2118 total level in, what's it been? Like, nine months, basically? He showed a screenshot of what his original stats were. And some of these are pretty substantial increases. Like, 76 to 92 magic 77 to 93 slayer like 81 to 91 thieving like straight through you know and he said he also got a quest point gate this year so big gains in the miscellaneous category here this week only two achievements but two big ones so moving on to the pvm corner also kind of also kind of thin this week but with some pretty big achievements nonetheless to kick things off in the pvm category we have Real crazy, uh, with their first KC at Zolra, which that's the Western Provinces Elite Diary done. First KC, love it. I love when like Zolra scales show up in the mm -hmm. collection log. 
I I was really against adding that because I thought it would be super spammy and annoying, but it's actually been a lot of fun. I'll be the first to admit I was wrong about that feature for the CC because seeing people get like defenders, fire capes, Zalra scales, like that's good shit when that pops up. Continuing the uh, the PVM grind, we have uh, Nate Dog who got his first Vorkaf kill. Uh, Nate Dog is one of our former former Bingo teammates, so. Figured, I, figured I'd shout that out that one out. We were in VC with him when he was doing uh, Dragon Slayer Two. Uh, his nephew popped on for the mic for a little <laughs> while, which was which was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, shout out to you, Nate. To the surprise of no one, the Tuzkal himself, two fast kills, has obtained his cursed phalanx, which, if you don't know, is the Osmumpton's Fang ornament kit, which can only be completed on a deathless 500 level invocation. Tombs of a mask. That's insane. So, once again, he said it's an untradeable PVM flex item. I must have it. And after several days of attempts, he finally did get it. I think he's the only person I know with that phalanx. And it's not like the the Missouri backpack where you see him pop up all over the place. Like he, uh, you don't see that fang kit very often. That was an expensive kit too, in terms of death. Yeah. Yeah, because like with, with hardcore deaths. run on, Oof. with hardcore run on, if like you just die with mind the gap on, and that's another five hundred k in the bin. Yeah, right. Every time, so like it, the amount of like patience and resetting for that, the mental fortitude that goes into a raid at that level, huge. Fear Garden also got his Missouri crafting kit. By the way, I saw that pop up oh, last nice. night. I think yeah. that's awesome. So shout out to you. I, mean, I know we got some other people in the clan working on um, like ward kits and backpacks and things like that. Ralph in the recording booth chat said his deaths were upwards of like 100 mil. So it's worth it because that is very impressive to have. Literally, I don't think I've seen anyone else, especially not in TNL uh, with that kit. So GZ. But there is one combat achievement that does surpass it. It's because they've completed all of the combat achievements in a specific tier. The elite tier. We have another Jad Helm Enjoyer, folks. 2277. In our in our Discord, completed the elite combat achievements. I want to say it was this morning. Uh, that, that was posted to Discord. They must be in a different time zone because I saw that at like probably nine a.m. when I woke up. Yeah, it was at ten twenty in the morning. So either they're in a different time zone or they are a rise and grind kind of player. But in any case, congratulations. We now have another Jad Slayer Helm Enjoyer for uh, for the for the growing numbers here in the Discord. That wraps up PVM, so on to the skilling category. Miscellaneous and PVM were a little small, but pretty impressive. Skilling is beefy. Skilling is like, you know, a couple quarter pounders stacked on top of each other with like a lot of cheese. You know, like beefy, you know what I'm saying? But kicking things off, we've got some total XP to cover first because... A lot of the people who have achieved the total XP marked are already maxed, except for one person who I'm kind of just going to be like, where's that max cape, girlfriend? First, we have Scape Caution, the man, the myth, the legend. Got 20 million magic XP this week. Looked like he got on a Slayer task from the screenshot. Love to see that. Second on our list, we have uh, our dear officer, Jamie, Jam Jars, with 30 million attack XP uh, and uh, 2272 total level, so... She says she's not going to max until she gets her Infernal Cape, which I understand. 
you know, just light a, light a little bit of that fire here on the show. <laughs> and then finally, uh, I think someone told her to go touch grass when she sent the total XP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kira in, in Discord or Kiruwu, uh, the group Iron Man in the clan, uh, on her main account achieved over 800 million total XP. So... As Kira would say, GZ in the clan chat to every achievement. 800 million is very impressive. For reference, at 2111 or 2110 total level, I have 209 million. So that's a lot of goddamn XP playing this game. Michael, what's your total XP? You're almost maxed. Uh, 327 mil. Yeah. Goddamn. That's like yeah. maxing twice. Wow. Yeah. Going from the total XP to the 13 million XP, i.e. the 99s, we once again have a lot of them. Kicking off our ever-growing list of 99s, we have Evil on Olive, who got 99 hit points at Chambers. Which, like, also mad respect, because I also got a 99 in a raid. So, like, hell yeah. Another uh, 99, which is kind of a double whammy in achievements, uh, in levels and achievements. Uh, Skillaxon got 99 crafting and started a Tebow rebuild on the exact same day. A Tebow rebuild is less of an achievement and more of like a neat, but 99 crafting, expensive, and a really nice teleport. Continuing on, we have Troll, who got his head torn off by Hispori for 99 farming. That's the first thing I actually said, because he's in his full melee gear, but he's wearing like the the headless costume from Halloween. Mm. So... 99 farming at uh, at Hespori, which I feel like I never see. I never see people do it at Hespori. So congratulations to you, troll. Uh, once again, possibly to his chagrin, we're not sure. Uh, shouting out the Lord Jake himself, our empty throne in the CC, got 99 herblore this week. He made money doing TOA, which money at TOA, never heard of her. I just got a purple yesterday, so I shouldn't complain too much, but still, uh, he got a lot of money from TOA from his various drops and various splits. And after getting 99 construction, he said, whatever, 99 uh, Herblore, let's do it. So he's got 99 Herblore. And wrapping up the 99s, we have a Lagio who we mentioned earlier, who got not one, but two 99s strength and range while we were recording. Hell yeah. He opened up the episode with like, you guys want to see something real cool and got <laughs> 95 Slayer, 95 Attack, 95 Defense, and 99 Strength and Range. All just like back That's to back insane. to back. <laughs> so, hella skills, hella levels coming in there. Finally, wrapping up the skilling portion of Achievement of the Week, we have two total level things to shout out. The first being the Lord Jake again, who finally achieved 2K total. So welcome to the world of the 2K total, uh, brother. The, literally the 2K total worlds. So that's, huh. We have a thing for that. The 2K total worlds. Got him. So smart and good at RuneScape. And lastly, but not leastly, Iron Hyla with 2200 total level. Wow. I don't know how you get over a thousand total level on an Iron Man, let alone 2200. Let alone so congratulations two. to you, Hyla. <laughs> And congratulations to everyone who has achieved something awesome this week. You guys are, every week I am impressed. Even if it's things I've done before, I am still impressed. Because oftentimes I remember how much it sucked to do it the first time. Or how good it felt to do the first time. 
So genuinely, it is super cool to see this stuff. If you do something super cool that you would like shouted out on the show, send it to Levels and Achievements. This is uh, Quest Capes. As long as we don't miss it, that's the thing. We don't like pick and choose. Originally, when we drafted Achievement of the Week, right? I'm like, Michael, let's pick one person who did something cool and then let's shout them out every week. Mm -hmm. And then it hit us that, like, if seven people get a 99, who are we going to choose, right? Right. If six people get their first fire cape and their first, you know, Zalra kill and their first Vorkath kill and all that, who are we going to choose? And does it make people, like, because achievements are relative, right? Like, an achievement for your first fire cape is a big achievement. I remember my first fire cape. It was intense. It was sweaty. I failed seven times prior. I was live on stream. I was so goddamn happy. I made a YouTube video about it. I loved my first fire cape. Huge achievement. Jad, if I get it in over 30 minutes, pisses me off now. And my next big achievement is going to be the infernal cape. Achievements are relative to various people at various stages in their account. So how do you compare your first Zulra KC to Grandmaster Combat Achievements? Mm -hmm. Very different stages of the account, right. right? And then we're like, what do we do? Like, is Achievement Diary skilling? So Michael and I eventually just said, fuck it. We'll shout out everyone <laughs> who does something cool because we couldn't pick. So truly, as long as we don't miss it in levels and achievements, you're going to get shouted out for the things that we consistently shout people yeah. out for. If we, we do make mistakes and we do miss things, and for that, we do apologize. But rest easy knowing that if you get a 99, it's going to be on XP Waste. Hell yeah. Um, and if you want to get shouted out for those 99s, head over to our Discord, discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL. I don't think I said forward slash correctly there, but it's midnight and I don't care. Bingo's coming up soon. So that's another reason to join Discord is to sign up and play bingo. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about that for Achievement of the Week, Michael. Lovely. I think we should give a little second here on the podcast to talking about bingo because sure. since the last episode... We have new information. It's been announced officially. So, bingo. Uh, October 22nd through October 30th. Uh, it is open to anyone. As long as you're in the Discord, clan member or not, we are allowing you to join this bingo. Um, we would just ask that, like, hey, if you join in bingo, stick around, hang out, get to know people. You know? Just don't bingo and dip. Um, yeah. So, if you're listening to this right now, and you're interested in bingo, join the Discord and um, hop in VC. Check out the channels we have. You know, converse with people, make friends. I just think that that will make your bingo experience more fun. Um, it really will. Yeah. So you'll get to know your team, but like, hey, what if it, you know? What if it was fun to like trash talk a friend you made, like who's on another team? I don't know. I think the camaraderie there is uh, unmatched. So bingo will be October 22nd through October 30th. It is a 1 million GP buy-in. So it, you got to put a little skin in the game uh, and that can be paid to anyone in the officer rank or um, silver key, gold key, two stars or max yep. capes. Max capes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Jesse can take it as well. I forgot about that. First of all, you can shit talk to people on your team too. That's we true. Did volcanic <laughs> we did volcanic mine for the last bingo, right? Nate dog, the guy who got his first Vorkath kill. He wanted to come with us. 
didn't have the the bit unlocked for the Varrock Museum. Played a couple games. He came back. He said, "All right, guys, I have it unlocked. Let's let's do VM. Let's get this tile done." He gets into VM and he goes, "Why am I not?" attacking the thing like why can i not mine it the man went in with the dragon pickaxe and like 58 mining and couldn't use the dragon pickaxe that he bought <laughs> so <laughs> so we had to wait another game for him to come back with a rune pickaxe and i still give him shit for it every single time That's awesome <laughs> He popped in the VC the other day i'm like no way this man's got more than 61 mining let's go boys <laughs> so you can shit talk your team, yeah, number one. Awesome. Number two, if you're thinking, I'm too low of a level, I can't play, that's bullshit. That We have the widest variance of players we've seen in a long time in a TNL event. We have, we have a sign-up sheet that shows what quests and items you have. We have a few people who have signed up who have none of the items and none of the quests done. That's not a slight, right? It's just some people don't have them done. Account progression looks different for everyone. We also have people with infernal max capes and zuck helms and kitted scythes and all sorts of like, I am a scary PVMer <laughs> type shit, right? So the variance is there. Everyone at every skill level will be represented, both in the people who are playing and the board that we are making. We're not going to be, there's no going to be, a, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no like average inferno speedrun tile. Like, hate to break it to, like, the four of you that could do that, but, like, <laughs> there won't be, like, have an average time across three Infernos of, like, 75 minutes. That's ridiculous. Like, we're not going to put tiles like that on the board, you know? On the flip side, get cowhide from cows is boring as shit, so they're not going to be that easy, <laughs> right? So there's going to be variants in players, variants in tiles. If you don't think you're good enough, yes, you are. Just sign up. Just right. Up. That's all I've got to say about that. Yeah. It's going to be King of the Hill. So we'll have daily and weekly tiles that will be uh, either claimed or we'll have like a top, you know, a top number of people. You'll gain extra points. You might even lose some points. Who knows? More info in the announcements channel on our Discord. And as the weeks go, you know, as we figure stuff out, we'll obviously communicate to you guys here on the podcast um we won't be releasing the board that's kind of a, a thing we do in tnl ever since the first bingo uh, the board is a secret um it's a heavily guarded secret you're never gonna bribe me unless you have 100 mil to to spill a tile you're gonna you're gonna get the board an hour before the bingo starts so if you're hoping to see the board you won't do it unless you can bribe me but you're never gonna see it <laughs> There's a there's a joke the other night in VC that <laughs> Michael is the bribable one, and while Oxy is steadfast against bribing, he will accept carries for information. <laughs> so like you know, carry him to a carry him to a scythe kit, and he might just tell you about uh, he might just tell you about things. Get Who Oxy knows? his Missouri backpack, <laughs> and he's got you locked down. For I, a time. I, I listen. I'm already. I'm gonna get the Missouri backpack by myself. Oh, okay, okay, right. Okay. Three. I don't know about this 425, 450, 500 bullshit. Mm. I might call in the the help of some better PVMers for that. Yeah. But 350, I think I can do by myself, oh, okay. and I think I want to do it by myself. That's awesome. It's just you know, you know me. I'm stubborn and like to flex things. Yes. I have a very. Um, I'm sure we've talked about it before. Uh, speaking of getting off track before the fun question, 
I am kind of convinced that if you can't do it with the gear you have, or if you can't do it without like several billion GP worth of loans, you can't do it at all. Hmm. That's why I have sat in the Inferno for 10 months with a Bofa after being offered probably 17 Twisted Bows <laughs> to just get it over with. But yeah, so backpack I'm getting by myself. So Love it. Love it. Can't carry me to that. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, you can carry me all you want. I will be carried. I don't mind. <laughs> but that is it for bingo, folks. We're very excited. Um, we do have a fun question, Oxy. We have a fun question. We do. We finally, finally have a fun question. And it's not a postcard, oddly enough. Um, no postcards came in this week. I'm, I'm low-key actually worried a little bit. Um, I'll be gone for, for three weeks, and I'll have no way to check the, the P.O. box. And I've heard that my, my silly post office will, like, send stuff back if you don't check. Like, the, like the, they'll put a key in your, in your post office box that opens a bigger box, and they'll just, like, return to sender stuff. So um, I'm, I'm probably going to enlist the, the help of my dad to go check it, like, once a week while I'm gone. Uh, Could you, like, talk to the post office and be like, yo, I'm going to be out of town and, like, bullshit them. Tell me you have, like, important business mail coming. Oh, yeah. You, like, yeah, need them talk. to hold all stuff from the post I'm actually, from, from the P.O. box. <laughs> I'm actually going up there on Monday, so I'm gonna, I'll probably talk to them and be like, hey, guys, I'm going to be out of town. What can we do? So, rest assured, we will have more postcards when I get back in late October. But I pulled this fun question straight from the Discord. We have a fun questions channel open to our patrons and this one was actually from a month ago because that's how long postcards have been carrying us through the fun question uh section but this one's from mima he says you're allowed to add change or remove one thing from or for old school runescape what is the most chaotic thing that you can think of this is a fun one because we can get absolutely cracked with the things that you can change, add, or remove. But not only is it like, ooh, I want to give myself, you know, infinite run. No, no, no. We're trying to be chaotic here, people. So I've got one. Uh, we'll probably just like riff and get more than one. But I thought of one. So if you want me to go first, I can go first. I, I just want to shout out the fact that Ralph said evolution of combat. <laughs> In the in the recording booth chat, which like eh, nothing's gonna be more chaotic oh, no. than that. Holy shit! <laughs> yep, I think you won that one, Ralph. <laughs> what what do you got, Michael? Okay. What do you got? What are you adding, changing, or removing? So I think the most chaotic thing you could do for most players is to remove the ability to teleport. You cannot use any item that would have teleported you or any spell that can teleport you you have to run or take boats or gnome gliders everywhere you want to go it's game of thrones season one style it takes a f***ing month to yes. get to chambers of Sarah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yep bro it's real time you have to you log in for like seven days in a row you're still on the boat going to zaya oh gosh <laughs> yeah because that's kind of like teleporting right like it takes, no, it'd probably take, if we're like on a boat just traveling the world map, it'd probably be like at least two or three minutes, which would be mm -hmm. so bad. Like, you're like, hey guys, I'm going to go to Chambers. I'll see you in 30 minutes. And then you just like 
set your character to sail and then you go make a coffee or you go use the restroom and then you're back and you're like, well, I've still got another minute and a half. So then you're scrolling on TikTok while you're just waiting <laughs> to get there. <laughs> Ralph in the recording booth says, but there was a storm. So your ship breaks down. <laughs> and then you're just... Swashbuckled on the Western province. RNG was not good to you that day. Extra 15 (laughs) minutes. Oh my gosh. I think I would actually quit. I don't know that I would play this game (laughs) without teleports. That would be so so bad. Very chaotic. God, that would be just terrible. I can't live anymore. Dude, watch me play my group environment. I can't live without my house. Mm. And all the teleports that are in there. Yeah. Like, because, like, you could use your house, ugh. but you would have to physically, like, run to the portal. Yeah. You'd have to ugh. run to the portal every time you wanted to get in there. And then, like, what? Like, are you going to regen your health and your run energy? Because then you could just, like, eat a shark in your bank and drip a, <laughs> drink a prayer potion, you know, sip a stamp. You don't need to run all the way to your house for that. Um, Ralph said I won in the recording booth chat. I won for that answer. I want to know, I want to know if you have anything, and I'm going to be thinking about this, but like, what could you add to RuneScape to make it chaotic? Uh, you want me to add something that would make Ooh, it chaotic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think like, I, I have, a, I have a couple. I have changes. I have additions. Ooh, I have removals. Okay. Like there's so many things you could do to it. like completely destroy this game. Um, add a fourth combat style. Uh Oh, let me think. Let me add see. like machine guns or something. Oh. I don't know. Add a fourth combat style. It's <laughs> not range, not magic, and not melee. Mm. Add Telepathy? something else. Telepathy. Like you, you hurt uh, them with your mind. Maybe, yeah. Do do like uh do like Angel does on uh, Darks and Daggers, where you like. Oh, you mean just to mean to them. <laughs> take damage. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like, like add. So like it's so hard because even like let's look at other like medieval games mm-hmm. right let's look at a game like Skyrim at, the, at its core it's range mage and melee for all the combat right add a fourth combat style hmm. be, like summoning is the most like if you adjusted summoning to be like it's like Pokemon at that point like you can only <laughs> fight with your familiars yeah it's like thralls <laughs> that would be to the pretty max. stupid yeah but like like adding a fourth combat style that's an addition that would be a disaster mm. to the OSRS like framework cause like is the level 90 summon monster suddenly better in the inferno than my Bofa oh, no. like it, like how how does it affect weaknesses that'd be insane yeah um i think the biggest thing i could remove to make it chaotic is remove pvp boundaries and make this game full loss oh. pvp just like turn it into dead man oh. mode. i didn't think about that this I, game I'm would done. plummet population in a day yeah like in a day um sign me up for that nearest private server please and i think for changing <laughs> Right, the biggest change that'd be chaotic for old school RuneScape, make it first person. Oh my gosh, make old school RuneScape first person. That would be a mess. Can you imagine <laughs> killing Bloodvelts first person? Ugh. I don't want to. I can't imagine doing anything in this game first person. Yeah. The graphics like, could would you be imagine cool, though. How boring it would be. Boring. Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of. Like it's the same. Like shop, shop. I want you to look at your hand right now, Michael. I'm running, so... I want you to look at your hand. Okay. Right? 
No, in, in real life, oh, yeah. look at it. I want you to wind it back, and I want you to swing it forward. Yeah. And I want you to do that for nine <laughs> hours straight. For one level. That's just <laughs> what you're looking But then, if it's first person, how do you rotate the camera? Like, okay, the tree disappears. You, you move just, your like, mouse. have to, like, you, like your move your keys thing at that point. over. Yeah. Okay, cool. For scaling, it sounds easy. What do you do when you're, like, moving tiles? Like, trying to attack you know, be, a boss? It would be so interesting. Because I'm thinking, like, uh, like, like, slasher game, Like, button mashing slasher games. Like, where you have a sword mm-hmm. and a... Sh- like, okay, Minecraft. It would be like mm-hmm. Minecraft, where you're running around with a sword. And instead of, like, you know, auto-retaliating, like, back-to-back combat like that, you actually run up and slash things. What if it was auto retaliate? Oh, that would be. What if you just so like your character? Boring. It'd be so jarring to like turn the first person camera every time oh, right. you got attacked by something. Oh my god! You turn your look sensitivity up to like ten. Your character just like choo, shoots around. Oh yeah. god! First person RuneScape would be so chaotic. It's first person without the ability to jump. I think that's the worst thing. Oh uh, my this god, thing. you can't like I love Minecraft and I would probably play the heck out of RuneScape if it was if it was first person but kind of uh, like modeled around how you play Minecraft, you know? Like you have your inventory in a in a in a in a bar that you can toggle things, mm-hmm. but like you have your main inventory. Like if it was Minecraft but RuneScape. No, I I'm no, I'm not talking like make it Minecraft. Like look at how the HUD looks right now in RuneScape. But just first person. But just make it first oh, person. Gosh. <laughs> like, that would be so... Like, Ralph brought up, what about agility shortcuts? What about pathing? <laughs> like, you can't... I'm on Fossil Island right now, running around the, the northern end of the island. For so Herbivore. many clicks. You can't walk through any of... Any of the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So there's like set paths you have to take that are not nearly as visible in a first person view That's true. You can't zoom as they out. would be in a third person top down. Yeah, you can't like zoom out and 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 click halfway across the map to get where you want. You're like clicking four yeah, tiles dude. ahead of you, running there, clicking four more times. Oh my god, that would be or so Wazda, bad. The Wazda, the little W A S. But what if they didn't change it all and you oh. really had to like <laughs> click where you click still? Oof. Still point and click. <laughs> I think, uh, truly, I think that's it. Don't change any other mechanic. Just make it first person. Yeah. Click I'm to done. walk. Click to attack. My 5,800 hours are down the drain, guys. I'm sorry. F keys still work perfectly whenever you want to switch something. Oh, my God. That'd be so horrible, dude. I don't even want to think about PVM content, dude. Wardens on Insanity oh, be would so be nuts. Scary. A lot of PVM in this <laughs> game would be scary. Like, doing Nightmare first person? That would be a literal nightmare. I contend that the scariest piece of first person PVM would be Night Locus. Oh, yeah. I think you would get so overwhelmed so and anxious spiders. in the Nilo room in first person that you would just, like, never want to play the game again. Mm. You know? It really would make, like, Theater of Blood Jeez. spooky content. You get, like, the detail of monsters, too. Mm-hmm. Like, an Anku. Is a is an undead like fleshy skeletal ghost, mm. and you'd have to look that bitch in the eye every time you went to kill it. Like, oh, it should be something <laughs> so like disconcerting about first person runescape. I think that's the change I want to make. First person, right there. Yeah, because there is something very comforting about the like having the ability to just zoom out and everything just becomes like 
tiny little squares. You don't have to look at the stuff that makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing that makes me most uncomfortable is this skilling tab, honestly. But, you know. Don't look at Numbers it. have always been scarier than ghosts. Don't look at it. <laughs> well, I think that was... Uh, did you have any more? Uh, no, I could sit here for yeah, hours and think about ways to ruin my favorite game, but I think things. first person takes the cake for me. Yeah. Don't change the mechanics, just make it first person view. Yeah. If you guys want to answer this fun question, because I think it deserves more more answers, um, hit up the XPWAS chat in our Discord and let us know what you would add, change, or remove to make RuneScape more chaotic. Because I think that's a fun yeah. question. A shout out to Mima. Great question, yeah, Mima. Yeah, shout out to Mima yeah. for that one. Well, XPWasters. I think it is the time now that we send you off to listen to another RuneScape podcast of your choice. So it's the end of our episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of your podcasting journeys. Yeah, the one that you got recommended to us from, go watch another episode of that. Shout out to Lumbee Lounge. They don't post very often, but uh, they got new microphones. They just hosted a bingo. They're up and coming, guys. Go check out Lumbered Lounge on spotify i think they have a youtube channel so check them out um but if you want to see the stuff that we have to offer everything you could ever want is in the description all of the stuff we talked about in this week's episode uh all of our social medias all of our uh you know we have a we have a merch store x2ace.shop you can check that out uh follow oxy and i on twitch um subscribe if you're on the youtube channel drop a like on this video drop a comment And, um, yeah, we will see you guys next week. I'll see you in three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, Michael's going to be gone for a long time, guys. Everybody wave goodbye to Michael. I'm so excited to hear the guests that you have planned. And um, I'll be listening from the sidelines. So It's just me. Oh, no. I will not be listening from the sidelines. I'm going to solo XP waste for the next several weeks. Okay. No, I'm not gonna absolutely not. There will be guests. Fear not. No. There will be guests. Well guys, I won't see you next week, but Oxy will. I will see you guys um around the time that bingo starts. So get hyped for that. Bye everyone. Bye.